Podeskew is brought to you by Proper Rumpus Media. Podcast. I am CJ, and with me as always is my hetero lady, May Rico. What's up, man? Hi, I'm Tom. That's not where I thought you were going, but I fucking love it. That's Hi, fantastic. I'm Tom. I, 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 I'm sad I didn't do the intro I was going to do now because I was afraid you were going to use it, and now what were you going to do? Instead of "What's up, man," I was going to go "What's up, Buttercup." <laughs> Buttercup. Well, the peanut, well, peanut butter cup, really. So you fu- you fucked up what you were intending. I, to I, I I'm all kinds of fucked up. Right hey, tattoo yeah. face. Yeah. Hey, listen, the Eagles won. They're going to the Super Bowl. I could give a shit right now. I am so happy. I'm I'm on cloud nine and just running off the high of that. So I'm like, so happy for you. I know you can't stand the fucking Eagles, man. I know, I know. Get but I, it is. What I it didn't is. say nothing. I just said I'm you so. You were happy. thinking it. You were thinking it. I I actually I was thinking I would clip your wings, but you know. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. How are oh, you, buddy? Man. I'm I'm good, brother. I'm 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 really I'm I feel like I'm running on. Well, I actually got some sleep last night for the first time in, like, fucking ever. Hallelujah. So much so that apparently, like, at one point, the dog apparently jumped on me twice, and I didn't react. So, like, Dev actually came over to make sure I was still breathing. Like, that's how out I was. Like, how asleep I was. Uh, All right. Now, let me ask you a question. This is not, like, no hinting at, no, you just, no, I can't ask a question. No, no, no. I'm saying no that, like, I know it's not a, a bad thing. Yeah. Did you have any, like, were you impaired in any way? Like, did you have any I, booze? I, I had a beer before I went to sleep. That's certainly not enough to put me out that hard, you uh, know. That's fair. Yeah. Huh. I've definitely had a, you've seen me have a beer and be 100% fine. Absolutely. <laughs> I've also seen you not have one beer, but other substances. So. Well, yes, that was, that was a lot. Legal more substances than for the record. Legal. For... Yes. Well, in California, it's all legal at this point. Yeah, but you don't, you don't, well, that's true, but you don't partake in most of that shit. No, I do not. I do not. But, uh, yeah. So, um, no, no, I just, I think I just, I think, I think you would ask me the question, I think two episodes back like when when do i think burnout is going to hit like and i i'm not i'm not at that like mental or emotional burnout but i think like my body just said fuck you yeah i've been there <laughs> i that, that actually consistently happens to me where i'm like i get sleep but it's like i always feel like i'm not like you know they always say like you're supposed to have eight hours of sleep and i'm like i think i'm at seven and a half so like the 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 half hours like incrementally fucking add up where it's like all right now you need to sleep for twelve hours. If if you don't count the two times I woke up for what was probably like a minute at most, uh, I slept for nine and a half hours last night. Like damn. Yeah, I I went needed. to bed. At, I went to bed at two a.m. and I woke up at eleven thirty this morning. I went to bed at four thirty last night. Woke up at eleven thirty. Yeah, so it was seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. I, all right. Actually, I have something to say. This is cu- me kind of admitting fault. Uh oh. So this. Wait. Is... Can I can I write this on the calendar somewhere? Like no, it... it's it's being recorded. So it, it's, it has nothing to do with you or you know. It, it's <laughs> okay. it's really. So, I I I'm gonna own up to this. I inadvertently, unintentionally, 
stole a joke from a comedian and had no clue. My subconscious. Oh, I'm sure I've done it. I'm sure I've done it. Well, no, but this this is one that I was like, oh man, I'm proud of this joke. I'm proud of this <laughs> bit. Like, I, like one where I'm like periodically I'll bring it up because I'm like, I think it's a fucking good ass joke. All right. You know the whole unicorn unicorn diatribe that I've gone through numerous times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is a Pete Holmes joke. Okay, I know the name. I don't know him well enough to know his material, but I know who he is. Pete and I. So here's what's fucked up. Last night I was rewatching uh, one of his stand-up specials. I think it was his first special. I know for a fact I had seen it once before because it had the restart icon. Sure. I don't remember when I saw it, but I know I'd seen it. He does a whole thing about words that just like we all just take, you know, for granted. Oh, really? Yeah. And he says, here's one, unicorn. And then he repeats it three times. And as he's saying it, I'm like, oh, no, please don't say (laughs) unicorn. Don't. Uh, And then he says, why not unicorn? It's one horn. Show me the corn, like, kernel in the skull. And I'm just like, oh, fuck, that's my whole bit. Yeah, your and joke's dead now. I know, and but I'm I'm acknowledging it, and I, I it was full on unintentional to steal that joke. I thought my subconscious was like being nice to me and like wrote a really good joke, but no. I, I, I'm gonna sound like I'm making fun of you, but I'm really, really not. But isn't that like what happened with Robin? Like Robin would do that shit all the time. Like people accused him of stealing the material, and he was like, "No, dude, I was just there and like fucking forgot." Sometimes, sometimes yeah. because Robin. Robin would go and like he would kind of be sometimes he would be in the back of the of the right of right. the audience and like you would see him like writing notes. Oh, okay. See, I, I never heard of the notes thing. So okay, yeah. that's and yeah, there was right. also like Robin has like written checks for other comedians. Like, okay, so I so the, some of that I didn't know, but I'd also heard the word I'd heard him say sometimes he's just there and didn't and like it would absorb and he wouldn't even realize he absorbed it. And, and I start. I think there is some truth to that, but like what I think the the fair thing to do is do what I did, which is once you realize, oh fuck, oh no, so it, yeah, yeah, because if it was a special that I had never seen, I'd been like, that's a fucking coincidence. That is legitimate a coincidence. Sure, and it's not to say you did. Pete Holmes is the only person to ever have that thought. It's very possible you had the same individual thought. No, but I'm saying it's right. But possible. the math there is that I did watch this. My subconscious soaked it up like a fucking stealing sponge. You yeah. know, like a fucking like if SpongeBob was part of Ocean's Eleven, just like fucking <laughs> stole that bit. And oh, that is that that's worse than anything you ever thought about Ocean's Eight. I'm just saying that right now. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, you know, so Pete Holmes, if you ever listen to this, I apologize for stealing your material, but I, I, I give it back to you. It's now yours. The Unihorn jokes. It, well, you can still say it. You can just say that you you got the idea from, but that you agree with Pete. You can say it that way. Yeah. I agree with Pete Holmes and then tell the thing. So you can still use it. You just have to give him the credit where I, besides, I, I, besides I absolutely now. will. Yeah. So, um, well, all right. Uh, and, <laughs> and I glad we got that off the off the table um we're coming off the the gate leapers round table man that was such a fun fun fucking conversation it was it was some at some points pretty poignant and 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 deep and and then other times it was just like hey here's a dick joke you know that's... Uh, you know uh, well yeah and i would also say for me it was a little cathartic it really was because I, I i finally said some things publicly that i've been holding back on and i certainly haven't said everything i wanted to say but i was able to say some of the things that i wanted to say and for legal reasons and for 
for legal reasons and 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 feel a little feel a little better uh not not drastically but a little i didn't want to point it out on that episode but i'll point it on this one it it looked like at one point you were going to get emotional like i could see the catharsis working through you like i i've i've worked across from you through a screen for five years yeah i i can tell when you're kind of holding back that (laughs) choke you know that the the little emotional choke no, yes, I'm sure you can, and I'm not. I'm not discrediting that. That's not what was coming. What was coming was rage. Like, there's part of me that a lot of the time that, like, when I get into that, and I, I mean, I've had conversations with people privately about what's happened, and I've gone into full on fucking rage mode. Not at the person. Like, they know that it's not in their general direction, them. of course. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. And and so it was more of like holding. If you saw me holding anything back, it was probably that because. Yeah. I, I am still very angry about the whole thing, and that's a whole different conversation. I know. But, you know, um, but it was still good to be able to sit down and talk with Audra and Matt. They were great, great guests. Um, it's one of, it's one of, it's easily one of my favorite episodes we've done. And really? That's a hard, that's a hard thing to say in 230, you know, 231 sure. recordings up sure. to this, or 231 episodes and what, 250 something recordings with right. all the bonus pieces. Um, it, it's it, my, one of my favorite. My favorite ongoing series has probably got to be the the Oz reports, the Return to Oz letters mm-hmm. from Jay. I just love doing those. But for for a one off, that's probably one of my favorites that we've done. Yeah, I I set up uh, two separate playlists on Spotify. I have okay. I have the Oz reports, and I also have the the uh, movie commentaries. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So period, and and actually, the commentaries are really relaxing. To like, I'm, I, well, because there's whole chunks of where we're not saying anything. That probably helps. I know, and I, but uh, there's times where I like I'll wake up and you'll and I'll be like half asleep, sort of like getting my bearings of like, okay, I'm in my bed, I'm waking up, and then I just hear, oh fuck that guy, and I'm like, what did I say? And then I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's me talking about you know Aquaman or something like, oh fuck that guy. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Uh, so a couple more things actually weird. Like this has been a weird week. I got I got one to bring up too, but go ahead. All right, I'll do one. You do one. I'll go back to one. Um, I am now kind of really heavily leaning towards becoming like a like a voice actor. Like I'm really trying to make this into a career. Good. Um, I have uh, sent out some auditions and nice. One person wrote back. Um, I don't want to say their name, but I actually do know that they're probably listening. Um, that's awesome. I don't want to say their name because like, if he doesn't like me anymore, then, you know. Yeah. We, when we typically don't say names without permission, you don't have that. So that's sure. what it is. Yeah. No, but no, but welcome to glad you, if you are listening still, th- thank you for doing so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know who you are. And then like, it, it, it could be like 30 people be like, I, I, it's me. And I'm like, no. <laughs> No, no, it's for guy. all you twenty nine other people. It's not you. It's that one person, and he. Why don't you just it. let them all have it? Let them all have all it. All right, all thirty of you, all thirty of our listeners. It's you. <laughs> Actually, our average is going up quite a bit, but that's beside the point. All right, all thirty one of you listeners. <laughs> that's not quite a bit. Thirty seven. In a row. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's something that I'm trying to actively really kind of push for what, what side note very quickly by the way you ever seen that thing on facebook or they may do it on twitter too but where it says uh name a line from a movie that people will know what the movie is instantly without saying the title of the movie i saw that 
every time I see that, I put in a row. And sometimes I get some positive reactions, and other times I get silence. The good news is I never get like, oh, shut the fuck up. I usually either get positive reaction or nothing, but still. I, it, it is a good, memorable quote. Uh, whenever, I mean, I don't do those that often because I, I kind of feel like, because there's so many of those types of posts and tweets. Oh, yeah, and I don't do them all either. But every once in a while, I just feel like, oh, I'll put one, you know, I'll answer this one or whatever. So. I'll, I'll, sometimes I'll do, like, you know, what's in the box or, like, I'll fucking do, like, uh, like I'll, I'll try to do one that's, like, the lesser known, but oh, still yeah, no, memorable. I, yeah, I just go right to. You go right to in a row. You go right yeah. to the fucking 37 dick sucking, you yeah, I mean, because it could it could easily be. I mean, you could easily just go like the let the may the force be with you. And if you don't fucking get that, then shut up. Right. You know, or even you, if you don't know Star Wars, you know that one. I mean, come on, like that's just you could just put a, like two quotes and then like a whole bunch of dots and then just like underneath be like sound on Bob. I need to do that now. That is totally going to be a thing that just I do. do in that. The future. Just, yeah. just like best quote ever. Silent Bob. Nothing. Or, or if I really want to be a dick, I take the whole soliloquy from Chasing Amy and put the whole goddamn thing in. <laughs> How to get banned in one little click. <laughs> right. Anyway, your voice acting. Give it so, I, yeah, I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm really trying. Um, I will tell you one that is pretty funny. And you're in, I, I, I've already told you behind the camera, but I'll, I'll tell the audience. There, the first one that I attempted was a Craigslist one. And it was, I want, I mean, this, this poster wanted a Chewbacca voice and they had their number listed and that was how you would contact them. Like, Hey, send us like a little audio clip through the text and we'll let you know if we're interested. So I was at work applied to be a voice actor, which is fucking ironic. I even told my manager, I was like, Hey, just, you know, on my, on my break, I'm going to go do this. And he's like, that's cool. Go for it. So I'm out in the parking lot at night on my lunch break at like nine o'clock at night. And it's literally me like holding my phone going, like just fucking doing chewy calls. Like I was a fucking Wookiee in heat. (laughs) Just like that bullshit. And I have yet to get a response. So clearly I was so good that I broke their phone. That's, that's what it is. Like it was such a good Wookiee call. That when the guy played it, a, a, a Wookiee out of nowhere, fucking Tarful, because it wasn't Chewie, because Chewie's like retired, but it was Tarful because, you know, he's got more shit to do. He fucking yeah. just comes out of Kashyyyk, lands in this guy's backyard, just starts humping him repeatedly. That's why he never called me. So what, what So what'd you do this week, buddy? <laughs> well, no, what's your other thing? Because mine's a little on a sad note. I feel like we should probably end on Oh, it. um, well... Not going into too many details, but I recently acquired another car. Let oh, me yeah. let me rephrase that. I I I was legally sold another car. Yeah, that's a better way to phrase that. Yeah. Actually, it's a good yeah. Like I acquired another car, but I'm not going to tell you what or where. Like no, fuck that. Did the uh, naked guy help you? I mean, like <laughs> yes, the naked guy did fucking help me. Um, All right. He he was in the back seat and he was uh, mooning everybody. There you uh, go. In my in my. It's not a new car. It's it was it was gifted to me from a family member. Uh, they have no longer a need for it. They don't want to pay for it. They just don't want to pay for the parking. So uh, it, it just as of luck, you know, which I was I, I'm owed a little luck and some good graces, which is what a little every, bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is what everybody kind of said. Like I we showed it to Maxwell last night. Like We drove to 
his place to do laundry to hang out with him and i said hey i need you to come outside and look at something and he's like oh this is serious like he thought i wanted to talk to him alone like one of those you know step on right right, 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 kind of things like yeah 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 yeah. and i was like check this out and he's like what the fuck like dude he high-fived us and like gave us hugs and just kept saying he was so happy for us like eight times and my response was when how long have you guys like just not told me that you hate my car like what the fuck is this um let's see when was the last meeting um <laughs> last like week months? last yeah, week you no, were trying no, to tell it, me that it, you it, didn't it like was, my car it, it was it was like a month ago i mean yeah that was the last no <laughs> but now i have this other car that i'm like terrified to drive because like i'm like well i have this beat up piece of shit i'm okay with that it smells like cigarettes it you know, I know how it works, and now I'm like, I'm in this fancy fucking like luxury car. Oh, well, it's not all right. Com- I compared? Mean, well, okay, compared, yes, but well, it's a it's it's a fucking Acura. Yeah, I have a fucking Honda, which, by the way, a 2001 Honda is the exact same car as a 2002 Toyota. I'm aware. It's exact, I, and I've driven both, and I've owned both, and I'm like, I wonder why this is so familiar. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I have a car. Well, it's gonna be Steph's car. Basically, it's gonna be Steph's primary car. Right. Well, that's good. I mean, you still need to get rid of the Honda. I mean, eventually. Yeah. I mean, and that's what's gonna happen is that when the Honda, you know, when I when I put it down with a fucking shotgun in the backyard, <laughs> uh, then I'm like, all right, when, now we have this new, you know, gonna, I'm gonna old yeller this bitch. Um, <laughs> Some little southern kids crying in the background. Yeah, just like, exactly. Don't put down Yeller. I've never actually seen that. Um, oh, but God. still, why would we... you? You're not allowed to make that reference. Then you have to do what oh, we I, all it's, did. It's, watch it's, it. It's, no, it, it's just like Marley and me. I'm never gonna watch that shit for reasons. Um, old Yeller's better than Marley and me. No, I'm just talking about with the ultimate, you know, result though. Right. Um. All right, so is that a nice segue to your side shit? What's going no, on? No, not not really. But I mean, it, it's not mine's not directly to me. It's just something that came out today. But I think it applies to what we do here on the show, and it's important to bring up. I okay. think. And uh, any worshing, and it's probably not a name that you know. I, um, I know what you're alluding to, and the timing is really weird. Yeah. Well, she so she died today. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, the report is it was cancer. Mm-hmm. Um. And it just sucks um, because I I actually I only know her I know her from three things, but I wouldn't have known that I knew her from one because I don't remember her in the one, and that's twenty four because I I but I also didn't get into twenty four until the latter seasons. Mm-hmm. Like I want to say it was like what what was it like eight or nine seasons on that show total I think, and I I got into it like the last like three, so I, I got into I, I never I never started. I, I thought you were into that. Am I bad? Twenty four. All right, um, but she's also the voice of Tess in um, The Last of Us Games. She was the voice yeah. of Tess. And then I just recently saw her, and this is the thing that shocked me about it, is that I, I'm a fan of Picard, the new mm-hmm. Star Trek show on Paramount+, Plus, mm-hmm. uh, which is getting ready to do its third and final season um, coming up this, just like next month, I think, or two months from now, I think it is. No, right. next month. It comes out on the weekend of my birthday. Woo! Um... <sighs> And uh, she played the board queen in that show. Uh-huh. But there's also an after show. Like, you know how, like, the ta- they had, like, the, the Talking, talking Dead. dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Picard has its own 
its own thing called the Ready Room. And it's hosted by Will Wheaton, and that makes sense. and uh, I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of those shows, but I like Will Wheaton and I like Star Trek, so I figured I'd watch one. And it's actually a really fun show, and it's only. Like twenty, I don't know how long the Talking Dead was. Like I don't know if it was as long because I I know the Walking Dead's what an hour. The show's an hour long each episode. I don't remember. It's been so long since I've watched uh, an episode. I'm I'm pretty sure the Walking Dead forty five minutes show. to an hour. Well, yeah, hour. yeah. I mean, with com- without commercials, it's probably like forty five minutes. But I'm saying like it right. runs on TV for an hour, and Picard Picard runs for an hour, but this show only runs for thirty minutes. Though the the Ready Room is only a thirty minute show, so mm-hmm. they get in, they get out. It's 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 well done, but it's done quickly and you're not like okay come on now can we get over you know Mm -hmm. and it's not all just talking like they do um they show some behind the scenes stuff on like how they maybe shot a specific scene or something like that like i saw a thing on there the new thing in stunt driving rico you might find this a little interesting i know you're not big into things like fast and the furious but still you you're into movies where there are stunt driving events that occur and uh the new thing now and apparently there's a new rule in California for stunt driving. I don't know if you knew this, but if you're filming in California, your stunt driver can't actually be in the car stunt driving. So they actually built this contraption now where you sit on top of the car in what looks like a go-kart contraption, but you're on top of the vehicle. Like it's it's really like interesting. Mr. Bean on the on the on the lazy chair? I have no idea cuz I don't I'm not familiar with what you're referring to, but I know who Mr. Bean is, but I don't know the the scene or the thing you're talking about. All right, so. Sidebar for one second. I got to tell you about this. Okay. So there's an episode where Mr. Bean go like goes shopping. Like he buys a whole multitude of a bunch of shit, including like a, a like a like a lazy boy. Okay. And he has like a little tiny Mini Cooper type car, right? Right. So he load he like jams the car full of everything. Puts the chair on top, realizes that he can't sit in the car now and drive home. So he contraps, like, he rigs everything with, like, pulleys and string and, like, a mop to sit on top of the Lazy Boy on Mm. top of his chair and drive through, like, the streets of London. Obviously, it's not legitimate because... Right, right, obviously. But, like, Rowan Atkinson is a skilled driver. Like, he's been on Top Gear and he's, like... Like he is a. Oh, huge... I didn't know that. Oh yeah, he's. A, I mean, I think he like bro- He's like consistently broken the fucking records on like speeds and everything. Oh wow. Um. Yeah, he's a major car now. I think he owns like a Ferrari and shit like that. No need. So, you alone would love that whole thing just to see how they made like because it looks legitimate. Like and and when he fucks up, like at one point he uses the mop as the gas pedal as as well okay. as the brake pedal. But he he tries to move it and it gets stuck under the pedal, so it unhooks the fucking thing, and so he can't brake or gas, and he starts going down a hill. Uh oh! And he's just trying to fucking not eat shit. It's it's actually very funny. That does sound funny. Yeah. So, but apparently the way they they do this, like, so if you're, because what they, well, okay, I maybe maybe you need to rephrase this because I was thinking about it while I was listening to your story, but I was also thinking about what they were doing and what it was. Is it was. They can't. It's something about stunt driving when you have the actors in the car. Like there was a way they used to do it that apparently was deemed unsafe. I don't know what that previous way was like. Because what it is is it, it's seven of nine. Because seven of nine from Voyager, and I'm sure you guys Jerry aren't Ryan? there yet. Jerry Ryan is in this series, has been from the beginning, uh-huh. and she's driving this car. 
mm-hmm. in the scene. Like, she's the driver, and then there's another character in the passenger seat with her, but she's a new character for Picard. It's not worth getting into who she is right now. It's not, not that she's not important, but for the purpose of the story, it's not important. So they're in the car together, and, and the, the POV for the viewer is you're watching Jerry Ryan driving the car. Well, she's not a skilled stunt driver. She'll be the first to, she'll be the first to tell you that. So they they um they have this thing and the, the guys on top of the car literally driving the car from on top of this SUV like in this contraption. It's really interesting. Okay. Um but so but that's the kind of thing they talk about on the show. And so they had Annie on to talk about her playing the Borg Queen because mm-hmm. the Borg Queen's only ever been depicted once before that or twice twice before this now. Okay. And only once other time, one other time on TV, and I think it was on like Enterprise, which is not a show that I've watched, so I don't know much about it. Um, but and then in the movie um, Star Trek Re- Generate Generation, no, First Contact, Star Trek First Contact, mm-hmm. the with the new cast, he she there's a, a, a it's not her playing that board. The other thing is the board queen's been played three times, and all three times it's been a different woman. Mm-hmm. And Annie Annie is the last person who have played the board queen mm-hmm. on screen. And they interviewed her, and she seemed fine. She didn't seem sickly. She was in good spirits. She was talking about her upcoming projects because they right. weren't just. And that was, I mean, when they filmed it, it was probably a year ago. Right. And I mean, it's not to say cancer can't sneak up on you and of do course. fast and do fast work because it absolutely can. It has to many people, unfortunately. But yeah. it's like what. <laughs> Yeah, it it was sort of the same thing with, like, Kevin Conroy. Like, we just didn't know he was sick, and then, like, he had been battling a diagnosis that was, if I remember correctly, pretty fresh. Like, I don't remember how long he had been fighting cancer. I want to say it was, like, six months, maybe. maybe. six months to a year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The weird, the the thing I mentioned earlier about timing, I was going to ask you about that, yeah. Is The Last of Us show, like, it comes out on Sunday. Like, when I'm done with you today... I'm going to go do an errand and I'm going to come back and watch the third episode. And while I've been really getting into the show, I've been also replaying the first two games. I'm now in the I second know. game. I know. And she is Tess in the first game. So it's like. I said that. I know. And oh. I'm saying like, I just saw her and I yeah. listened to her. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, it's, that's what I'm like. The timing is so weird. Like. I'm not the only one who's replaying the first game. Like everybody, no, a lot of people are playing the game over, and they just put out, they just remastered it for the third time, right? Which I was like, oh Jesus, like give. Just... I know, I'm, I'm getting annoyed with it too. Trust me. I mean, yeah. I, it's so like, listen, I fucking love this game too, but I'm not gonna buy it for a third time. I've only bought it once, and actually, did I buy the first one? First, no, the first one I got for free. It ended up being one of the PlayStation Plus mm. games, like, two years ago at this point. So well, I got it then. Yes, that is true. I did. That was the first time I played it as well. But I also had bought a copy on, like, PlayStation 3 and never played right. it. Well, yeah, and I, but I'm saying I never I never played it before the free one, right. the, the PlayStation Plus. So I got that one. I did buy the second one flat out. I did, I did, I did do too. that. But... but I also don't see it as the masterpiece that I know some people have seen it. Like, I enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy the hell out of it. But, like, I know people that, like, like I'm not even throwing anyone under the bus. But, like, Rick, Go With The Flow Gaming, fucking loves both of them. Especially the first one, but loves both of them. I do, too. I, I honestly, I mean, I honestly think, like, there are great 
games with great gameplay and then there's great stories and sometimes there's not a balance of the two that's true and like i have criticisms for the second game like i the action for me is a lot harder than the action of the first i still haven't finished that one i need to finish the second one i haven't done it yet there's a lot of sway and like i think the first i i really enjoy the gameplay of the first one because it is kind of like auto aim and i'm 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 i prefer those instead of like swishing the fucking aim icon at at zombies it's i mean i can i just prefer not to yeah right of course the second one doesn't have an auto aim or if it does it's minimized when you raise the difficulty level um the story on the other hand is really strong for a sequel like steph and i were like she watches me play and she's like i gotta tell you like in terms of like a sequel for a video game this is really fucking great and i have no i I, no and i agree i mean look i'm not saying i don't like them that's not what i'm saying but like i i I know people that are like it's like the best thing that's ever been made and i'm like no i don't know if i agree with that i think it's i think to to have a rarity of two games and they're both consistently critically acclaimed that's a rarity no that's definitely a rarity i don't know i just i something's got to be and not just gaming across the board for it to for me to to laud it like that it has to be I guess it just has to hit a pretty high standard for me and it, this game just doesn't hit that to me to me it's on par with like a Resident Evil 4 which is one of the best games I've ever played that's too what, and I, but that's pretty that's pretty high praise no it's high pra- no but the, the people that I've heard and I'm not just talking about Rick so I don't want to make it sound like it's only Rick saying this. Some of the, a lot of the people I've talked to they, they think it's the best thing ever above Resident Evil 4 above everything it's just that I think good I think not. Resident Evil 4 is a better is a scarier game and 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 it definitely like there would not have been a Last of Us if it wasn't for Resident Evil 4 I oh, th- without a doubt and yeah, I think but Last I mean, of Us has a better story I actually, I would argue, and I'm not even the biggest fan of the series, but I would argue there wouldn't be a less of us if there wasn't Silent Hill. That's because I think it's closer. True, yeah. It's closer to Silent Hill than it is Resident Evil. Not to say it's not anything like sure. Resident Evil, but if you're if you're doing a try to get an apples to apples type of thing, mm-hmm. I'd say it's closer to a Silent Hill style game. Um, that aside, it, yeah. it, we're we're more talking about Annie, and and it's just sad. I mean, I don't know her very well. Uh, I I would I would argue she's more of a character actor than a star, but that doesn't make her any less important. You of know? course, um, and 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 she as, as Tess, she she like you feel for her character, like she's only in it. The first two levels, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she's an early character. Yeah. But she hits a, a chord with you yeah. as the player. Yeah. Um, and I thought again, she did amazing. I'm sorry, I didn't. And remember, again, but... just to watch the show, even though it's played by a different actress, it, 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 it you can't help but think like, oh fuck! Like last week, they just killed off her character. Spoilers. <laughs> right. I I mean, and and as the board queen, while the board queen's not an empathetic character necessarily, she she was flawless in playing her. It was really yeah. like the, the there's a diabolicalness to the to the board queen that was set by the movie because she was in the movie. Remember, I told you she was in one movie and two TV series. She was the first appearance was actually the movie uh-huh. in Star Trek: First Contact, and there was there was a kind of a bar set for the, the di- diabolical nature of the character yeah. and. And she hit it, and then I think raised it a little bit. You know, I mean, and you know, that's not to say it's not one of those things where I'm going to say no one should ever play the board queen again. Like it's that I'm not I'm not going to go that far. Hang up the board jersey, so to speak. Right, right. But at the same time, like it's it was it was a pretty 
powerful performance. And the way they left last season, you could have potentially seen the Borg Queen again this this final season that's coming out because it's up to this third season is the final season of Picard. They've already announced it. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean you were going to definitely see her, but it, it it left a possibility that you could have. And I don't know. I mean, obviously, obviously, you can still do it in terms of the fact of having the character, but you're gonna have to recast her again. And I that's going to be a shame if you have to do it because she was so good as the character in the first place. So. Right. Well, big voice acting bucket of win, big actress bucket of win. Good yeah, for, and, and and she's got a, a husband and two young kids from what I was reading. So, yeah. Shit. Yeah, so it's, it's a, I mean, not like young, not like babies, but certainly not grow, fully grown kids from what I understand. And apparently one of her colleagues on, um, oh, I just had it here. Hold on, sorry. See if I can get it back real quick because I should have been prepared. Um, uh, where is uh, they closed out the article on me? Damn it. Anyway, one of her colleagues on a show she was on set up a GoFundMe for the kids and the father. Because mm. again, she was a bit of a character actor. That doesn't mean she doesn't have money, but she was she's not making like you know. She's Angel an actor. Jolie. They're all they're all struggling until they're them. You know. Right, right, and she she was never to that level, but right. she definitely worked and was consistent, and and she was in a bunch of other stuff that I've heard of that I've just never seen. She was in Bosch. For a bunch mm-hmm. of episodes, she was in the Marvel's Runaways. For a mm-hmm. bunch of episodes, uh, she was in the Vampire Diaries TV series mm-hmm. for a while. So she was uh, getting a lot of recent consistent work. So yeah, it was, like I mean, her, her, it was like her her screen credits were finally becoming a thing, and then she passed away. Yeah, her biggest thing was she was in um, Twenty Four was probably her biggest thing that she was in in terms of notoriety. Mm-hmm. But in terms of number of episodes, she was also in General Hospital for eighty episodes. Damn. Yeah, but I mean, they run five a days a week, so you figure that's, you know, right. like, what, a year and a half or so, give mm-hmm. or take, depending on how consistent the character was showing up, you know. But, and that's not to take away from her, but I'm just saying, like, I'm not damn on a on a soap opera until you hit, like, 200. Then I'm like, all right, that's pretty fucking impressive, because they run 50-some-odd <laughs> a year, you know what I mean? Right. But I think that one's even off the air now. I think they're all dead. Mm-hmm. I think the soap opera is dead now, which is a whole different thing. But. I don't know. There was... Young and anyway, this isn't fucking still going. I I don't think so. I think they're all gone. Yeah, they'll, make, they'll, they'll fucking come back in like ten years, and it'll be called the old and the content. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, speaking of the old and content, let's talk about the two actors in his movies we're going to talk about today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So to 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 kickstart, like I, this is kind of, this month. I guess is going to be borderline a. It's a, it, it's it is, but it's not. It's just kind of going with the fact that the Valentine's Day is in February, and we got it because it's not the whole month. I think the right. the third week we have something completely different planned. The last time I I'll looked at our check, schedule, but yeah, it, it was something to do with a, a a a game involving balls and sticks. I'm being vague on purpose, mm-hmm. if I recall. Yeah, the plan. I, th- I think you're yes. right. I think I, I did actually have to buy both those movies actually. Oh, did you? I have, I have to buy the one, but the other one. They're, they're actually really decently priced on Amazon, for the record. I I well, I own the sequel. We'll put it that way to gotcha. let you know which one. Well, I found I the original that was like, ooh, two discs, special edition, like. Oh, all right. Uh, and then we still have to decide on if we're doing that third one that I recommended, but you haven't let me know yet. So. I I I thought I did, but it doesn't matter. Um. Yeah, I thought you were looking into it further. But anyway, that's yeah, like you said, it doesn't so matter. The, today, the three, today we're doing something different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the the three movies that we're going to talk about today are sort of the unofficial Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore love triangle. It's sort of like 
I was going to go trilogy, but I like live tri- love triangle. I'm, yeah. I'm on board. I'm in there. Um, so that consists of the wedding singer, that... 51st days, and blended. Love triangle might actually now be the title of the episode. I'm just wondering. I, that I mean, actually... I actually do have like a. I, I I'm really impressed with this title. So. All right. Well, we'll, we'll I'm going to say it on the that. air so it doesn't get oh, okay. chosen. So. <laughs> uh, for the song that he sings at the end of the wedding singer. Is going, I have a story about that, by the way. But okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, growing old with you. Yeah. Growing old with Drew. That's not bad. It's not bad. I I I I that feel like that's our subtitle thing, our little like first line thing, whatever. I, I had know. a I I had another one that was like it's really kind of convoluted, but it it made me laugh, which was like, um, bury more in the sand pit or something. <laughs> You know, like I was, try- I was trying to come up with something where we combined it, and I and this is not what I have, but it was, it was going to be something like fifty blended uh, wedding dates or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't, some, I don't know. Just some, so no, some no, but it was meant to be like over the top, ridiculously stupid. Like it wasn't meant to be like, oh, that's clever. It was meant to be just like that's ridiculous. As, you a, know? Fa- as a fail, say it was like Adam and Drew colon love triangle. You know, right? Yeah, something like that. Um. Actually, that sounds like because that was the same, the same names of the people who ran that, that show Love Line. Remember Love Line? Uh uh-uh. It was a it was a sex call in advice show, and it was Adam Carolla and Drew um, Doctor Drew Pinsky. Really? You've never heard of this? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh yeah, it used to run. It used to run on MTV, and then it died on MTV, and I think it went over to Comedy Central. I think it was Comedy Central, or it might have been HBO, actually, okay. so that it could be more free. I don't remember. It went to another network briefly. It didn't last very long at the new network, though. It, the longest line, longest run it had was on MTV, and it was on for like four years. Okay. And it was every every it was either every night or every week. I don't. I'd have to look it up. But that you you could call in and Drew. Do you know who Doctor Drew Pinsky is? Yeah, you know that? she was okay. the. Yeah, it wasn't. She no, the, no, he. It's a he. Oh, who am I? Th- I'm thinking of like an old ass lady who's like. Doing- You're thinking of Doctor Ruth, probably. Oh fuck yeah! That's why when you were just saying this, I'm like Adam Carolla and old ass lady are talking about sex. No, 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 no. This is Doctor Drew. Doctor okay. Drew and Adam are closer in age. Uh, I would say there's probably about ten year gap between them, but gotcha. And and it would be yeah, you would call in with like sex and love issues, and you would you would ask their advice and. Dr. Drew typically would give you the clinical thing and Adam would say something ridiculous and then you'd move on with your day. Well, yeah, I would rather have like the professional giving you the fucking love advice instead of Adam fucking Corolla. Like, no, every once in a while, you know what he was really good for on that show? And I didn't watch it regularly, but I watched it enough. You know what he was really good for on that show was giving you like the every just the, the, the everyday guy perspective, because Dr. Drew would give you the real clinical like, mm-hmm. here's what I think you should do from a clinic. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. And uh-huh. then he would be like, because some people would call in and be like, I like this girl a lot and I just don't know what to tell her. You know what I mean? Like it would sometimes it would be that simple and like. What's Dr. Drew going to be? Well, you know, medically, the heart rate raises when you talk to a woman. And, you know, like, you know. And Adam Crow's like, just fucking grow a pair of balls and fucking go and ask her out, you little pussy. That's, that's exactly what he would say sometimes. Yeah, yeah it's exactly how that's it That's like go, going you know? to fucking Jimmy Kimmel for, like, a proctology exam. Like, well, and then that's the funny part is I think that's what segued him into getting the man show. Oh, so this is way early. Oh, this is a long time. Yeah, I'll look up right now. I'm gonna because I'm really curious. Well, that's why I didn't what... remember because I, I, when the Man Show came out, I think I was like seven. Yes, but we're also talking about the family that took you to uh, see un, uh, completely inappropriate shit when you were like seven. So you know what I mean? Like they took me to see the South Park movie when it came out in theaters, and I was eight. One fucking time they took me to an R. It was on. It was on TV from '96 to 2000. 
Okay. Well, I just missed it then. Yeah. You also have to remember that, like, in my, in Ron's household, we didn't really have, like, cable. Like, it was a rarity. Like, I think Dad would, like, sign up for HBO or, or like, cable. And then once the subscription, like, the 30-day the subscription for free was, like, over, he's like, all right, fuck it, no more. Like I don't, I don't. Yeah, but it but it was on MTV. We never had. We didn't have MTV. At, at, well, I don't know. I mean, we didn't shit. really have a like. We had a TV. It was more for like movies and the news. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a weird. It was. I liked it though. I mean, like I said, I didn't watch it all the time. But well, though that's the wrong Drew. Um, we, yes, the wrong, but no, but it's Adam, but it's Adam and Drew, which is what yeah. made me think of it when you said that, because it's like it makes it just sound like a, an alter version of Love yeah. Line, you know. Uh okay. Let's let's start by ranking them. How would you rank these three very different but also very similar films? So I really, I really was thinking about this, and I, I'm having some trouble with it, to be honest with you, more trouble than I thought I would have. Okay. Um, because well, first off, I'll tell you that I can say this very easily. Blended is third. For me, I agree. Um, now, I will tell you this: reading of what it was about and going into it, I was like, "This is going to be third by a long margin. Like, it's just going to be it, right?" It ended up being better than I thought. Agreed. I definitely have some problems with it, but it ended up being better than I thought it was going to be. Agreed. It's it's still third only because I like the other two better more uh, than anything. Agreed. But what I'm having trouble doing is separating those two because I here's what I. And we'll kind of get into this more as we get into our typical analysis on things. But mm-hmm. I feel like Fifty First Dates has the better story. Mm-hmm. But I, in a lot of ways, feel like The Wedding Singer is more entertaining. Um, I I don't fully agree with that. I agree with the first part. I, look, I'll, I'll just get make it easy. My ranking is Fifty First Dates, Wedding Singer, and then Blended. But I also had a similar time with ranking Wedding Singer and Fifty First Dates. But then, like I, I I watched them both just like you did very recently. Like I watched. Oh, I watched all three. I watched all three in the last like forty eight hours. Right. So yeah, um, yeah. Um, I think I picked Fifty First Dates because I do like the story. It's it is very original for a romantic film, with for the sure. exception of like it's kind of its own version of Groundhog Day. A little bit, but I but I find it more entertaining. In my opinion, but I'm one of the few people who doesn't really like Groundhog Day. For so. sure. Um, I had not seen The Wedding Singer uh, as much as everybody else had in the 90s and the 2000s. It wasn't that I didn't watch Adam Sandler films. It's just that one, for some reason, I just didn't give a fuck about. Like, okay. I, like I watched The Waterboy more. I watched... Big Daddy more, Little Nicky. Uh, I'm with, I'm with you. A little less, but you know, I'm with you on Big Daddy. I am uh, Big da- Big Daddy. Hands down, is still probably my favorite Adam Sandler comedy movie. Mm-hmm. And I say it that way because I really liked Hustle, but to me, Hustle's not a comedy. It's a drama with some comedy moments. Sure. And I really liked Hustle. Like I thought he was fantastic in that movie. I still um, need to watch it. You need to check out Uncut Gems. I do, I do, I do need to see that. I'm not, I'm not. You know what? I honestly just keep forgetting about it because usually I have homework. I think to it, do. it may have been, it may still be on HBO, but that's all. It might thing. be. Yeah, I, I, I usually have homework to do, and that's why I don't think about it. But it's <laughs> right. not, it, it's not that I don't want to see it. It's not one of those types of for types sure. of things for me. Yeah. So I mean, I think I laughed harder at Fifty First Dates. I also remember seeing Fifty First Dates 
in theaters. It's one of the rare, okay. like, honestly, it may be the only Adam Sandler movie I've gone to the theater to see. I don't think I've ever seen one in a theater. No, I take that back. I saw, I saw Big Daddy. Big Daddy was the first uh, Adam Sandler movie I saw. Nancy took me. And I think I agree. Big Daddy is a great one because especially when you watch it sort of as a kid or as a teenager, you can kind of relate to it. Like, shit, I kind of want Sonny to be my dad. Yeah, you know? a little bit. Well, not in the beginning, but by the not end of the it. Beginning, yeah. But like, you know, I want my own ass. Like, you know, that's when real men cried. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my that's overall my ranking. So but I'm not poo pooing your vote of having Wedding Singer if you choose that. I, I don't know that I can. I think it's to me. It, I I know it's a shit answer, but it, the one A one B kind of thing because it's just. And even then, I'm not sure which one. I what, what I think is the wedding standard edge for me, and I know it's a dumb reason probably, but is the music, and and the error. You know, I mean, I'm just a. You know, I I lived it. I lived I lived what they're talking about a lot. You know what I mean? So I think. I, I'm not, again, I'm not, this is going to be probably one of those rare episodes where we actually fucking agree on shit. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, first off, I think at the end of Wedding Singer, the song he sings is one of the best Oh yeah, new romantic songs because it, it's, it's charming. I, I... I'll, I'll take it a step further. I think it's one of the best Adam Sandler songs, period. And like, I know Agreed. everyone, lo- I know everyone loves the Chris Farley thing, and that is fantastic. It's a great tribute to Chris Farley. It's very good. But, but the thing about the Chris Farley tribute song is is exactly it. It's a Chris Farley tribute song. Right. So, like, unless you're a fan of Farley or you know who Farley is, it really doesn't matter to you, right? And that's not as shot at. Sandler or Farley, for that matter. It's just a fact. Whereas Growing Old With You is just a great song. And you can, exactly. It's exactly it. And you can relate to it just if you've ever been in love or whatever. Like, it has nothing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And and the lyrics are great. The, the, and even Sandler's voice is great. Like, Sandler, you know. I think he can, I think he can actually sing. I don't think, I, here's the thing about Sandler singing. I'm sorry to interrupt you, buddy, but this is something I kind of wanted to bring up. And you, you segued into it. And I don't want to, I don't want to lose it. Is I think he's a better singer than he portrays himself to be. I think. I think a lot of the way that he sings is shtick, Very and it much works. So. And it works for him, so good for him. Like I'm not saying that in a in a negative kind of way, but I think that if he actually tried to just flat out sing a song, like here's a song or sing it, I think he could really kill it. I and why I say that is when he does the song in the wedding singer when he went uh, right after the audition from um, fucking uh, the, the fat fuck that I don't like John Lovitz. Thank you. Yes, um, right, when when he's playing the song that he wrote about Linda mm-hmm. for for Drew Barrymore, but he, it was a bullshit. <laughs> yes, and but the part where he's like, especially the part where he's like, you know, um, kill me, pretty pretty, please pull a bullet in my head. Like when he's like screaming now, it's like he, really he, good. And he holds the notes, and he's and like that's what I'm saying. Like if you put him down and had him, and and even when he's singing the real songs, like spoilers people if you've not seen the movie but like that's really adam singing all those classic songs from the 80s like that's not voice it might be voice over him re- pre-recording it and lip-syncing to it but it's still sandler doing it. right i i i look i again I, weirdly enough i agree um all right good night everybody yeah, well, let's just end on a high note last episode of <laughs> we ever we finally agreed good night um uh, 
There's a movie he did with Seth Rogen, Funny People. Yes, I've seen it. I liked it. And there's actually. a part where he actually like sings and like jams like and he's not doing the shtick. He's not like la 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 la. <laughs> right. I don't remember it, but sure. Okay. But there is like here here's here, here's my thing. Like he sings uh spin me around at the beginning of the yeah, opening you, credits. You spin me, yeah. And but he and he does it very well, but he's also still doing the Sandler shtick. Uh, less so, but yes, it's, it's more, it's more the Sandler shtick than in like forgetful Lucy in 51st dates. 51st dates oh, is still sure. a very yeah. nice romantic song, but it's like, you know, has got a nice capuchin. Yeah, see, that's more, that's more Sandler stick to me. But you he still I mean? does that where like, you're spinning me right around, baby, right around. Like it's, it's kind well, of if, like if, he's, uh, he's I, acting I've, it out. Have you heard the original? Yeah, but it's it's it's. Of course I, mean, I have, but it's, it's well, no, I mean it's an eighty song. It's possible you didn't. I mean, I, like, I I like the dope version more. Oh, the dope version's incredible. Yeah, I love dope the dope version. Oh, nice, I, my favorite thing nice is how on. like every time like it's on YouTube, people attribute to that to a Marilyn Manson song. Like, oh, I Marilyn know, Man- and it's not. It's yeah, like, listen, no, that's dope. Yeah. I listen to Sinatra, and even I know that's not Manson. Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. no, I, 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 I still think the... he's kind of hamming it up a little bit for you spin me. Can I wait? Can we? Can we pause for just a second, and I can give you props for pulling out the dope cover <laughs> of you spin me? Like I'm, I'm still a little flabbergasted by you, you pulling that out. That that's my wheelhouse that you just pulled from. Like I'm a little. You can think, Michael. I know I, I absolutely knew that already, but that's <laughs> you're just gonna shoot Michael attacks. Like, thank you for introducing you spin me cover by Dope to Rico. No, because I feel like I'd have to give too much context. No, if you just like, said the whole sentence, Michael would be like, "Oh yeah, you're welcome." Yeah, okay, fair enough. Maybe I will then. Cause, yeah, but uh, it's <laughs> wow. I'm 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 I'm, I'm impressing you. We're agreeing, and like I'm pulling out fucking like dope covers. Good night, everybody. No. Yeah. <laughs> um. Like, um there are some things that I'm like, I'm not the biggest fan of of all th- of of these three movies. Not a sure. lot. Um, I hated the beginning of Blended. The first maybe act of Blended, I was like, oh, this is gonna be awful, and I it was gonna it was gonna meet all my pre movie expectations. Honestly, it. I think the thing that I hate the most about Blended, and I and I say this with mild reservation, is because I do like the motherfucker, is Terry Crews. Oh yeah, that whole that was it was it was too much. But I here's the thing: I don't, I because I agree with you there too. Again, it looks like we're agreeing on a lot here. Jesus um, Christ, right, Adam, I'm, I'm this is the episode. Adam and Drew, we agree. <laughs> there you go. Um, it it would, but I blame the writers. I don't blame Terry for how much it was used. Like that's the thing: the gag was used too many times. That wasn't Terry Crews' fault. He was just doing what was put in front of him. Here's your role. Yeah, this is what you need to do. You know, he so, ultimately like, is a very talented motherfucker, but like, even he should have been like, "Do you think the audience is going to really be okay with me coming out a fifth time dancing and singing and being obnoxious?" Like, I mean, like the other one that was overused, in my opinion, was Mufana, the like tour guide person. Mufana uh, was, f- yes, I did get a kick out of all the fucking times that he was, as you find out later, purposely mispronouncing Theodopolis. He's like Billy yeah. Popolis. Yeah, uh, uh, Lollipopolis. Lollipopolis was, one of my was good. Yeah. yeah. Um. So there's another Sandler 
esque comedy where he's tactically in it as a voiceover, but it's really just all of his friends made a movie called Grandma's Boy. I wanted to see that, but I have not yet. Okay. Now more than ever, you should watch Grandma's Boy, especially after the three movies that we just saw. Mm. Because it, again, Sandler is in it, but not really. He's a voice. And once you okay. hear the voice, you're like, that's Sandler. Um, but it stars Alan Covert, who is like a video. You really would fucking like this. He's a video game tester and developer. I know the story. I've, I've wanted to see it. I just, I think life got in the way of just other things happening and I just didn't get to see it. So the, the African fucking dude, Mufana, is a featured role as a featured character in that movie, which is why I'm pretty positive they put him in Blended. Because he is actually like, like he's an African, like, doc. he has like a doctorate of some crazy shit. Like he's super crazy intelligent, like able to speak numerous languages. The character or the guy? The guy. Okay. Okay. But also the character that they throw him in in Grandma's Boy. I the other thing that very quickly not it's gonna sound like I'm switching topics, but I'm not. Is I was surprised when I looked up how old Blended was. I felt that was a newer movie than it ended up it's being. Twenty like fourteen or something, right? Twenty yeah, twenty fourteen. I thought it was like twenty 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 one. Like I thought it was like brand fucking oh, new. No. I didn't realize it was that old. So Sandler and Drew were on Jimmy Fallon. I guess promoting blended and they, okay. did, they did a song together called every 10 years because basically by the track record, they just work together every 10 fucking years. Well, it's six between wedding singer and 51st dates though. Sure. Sure. Uh, Cause I was thinking the same thing yeah. and then I looked and I was like, nah, it's six, but yeah. It, but I mean the chemistry between Adam and Drew is really good. Yeah, I felt like it lost something in Blended a little bit. I don't know that's either their faults. It might just have to do with the fact that it had been a decade, and I don't know. I, know. I think it just been, you know, on one hand, would I like to see them work together again? Sure. On the other hand, maybe not. I would like to see it in a different capacity, though. Like, I don't want them to be the two love interests. I want them to be... Have them be already a couple going through, like, a divorce or something. That might like, work. Like a that real might drama. work, yeah. That might because work. I'd also whip out some drama here and there. I'd also see it as if they were like a brother sister, like the like the ruse they tried to pull on the on the photographer and wedding singer, right? Sure. Like, I you know I, I this is going to sound slightly anti-Semitic, but I don't think Drew can pass for chosen. I don't. Well, th- I, I I don't. I don't half really sister. Th- sure, I think that's got to be prevalent. I don't. I don't really think that should matter, but I get the point. So I, there are times where like. You you have to acknowledge that like I, look Adam Sandler would be the first to say he 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 looks Jewish, and and Drew Barrymore does not. She no. might she might have some Judaism somewhere in her fucking lineage. I doubt it. Just because Spielberg's your godfather doesn't make you Jewish. <laughs> no, um, no. You might be chosen, but you weren't chosen. Right. Uh, but I I think I think them being a couple because they work naturally as a couple. But yeah. I don't want them to like each other. Like I want, I want basically like Kramer versus Kramer, but with Drew and, and Adam. That I think or, would be or, an interesting story. And you haven't seen, like I said, you haven't seen Hustle, but Hustle, he has a wife, mm-hmm. um, and I think I told you this, so I'm not spoiling anything. Played by Queen Latifah, so mm-hmm. it's a mixed race couple. Which whatever, I don't give a shit there. Mm-hmm. But but she and she's in the story enough, but she's not the main. She's not a main character. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I think in the, like a capacity where maybe 
So it's not it's a little more than a cameo, but not a full on main character. I'd be okay with like sure. that's the kind of thing. I just, but because you're right, they do have great chemistry. But I think we've had enough of the oh they become interested with each other and fall in love. Like I've kind of yeah. You want to impress that, me, Adam? Like how about you have a movie where they guys don't end up together? Like that would be which a twist. which <laughs> which I almost thought was going to happen with Blended. I got to be honest with you. Like I I this. Because the you could have still called it blended and had the whole sequence in in Africa, which is the mo- the bulk of the movie, and right. still have it end up where they don't end up together. That could have happened. I mean, sure, but I think it's pretty obvious. Like, there's just some. Once you see Adam and Drew, you're like they're they're gonna no end up of, of 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 course. But I'm just saying you could have made it happen. And honestly, um, I at one point I legit thought it might be possible. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, at one point during the story, watching the movie, I was like, oh, this might actually go that way. And then I, it turns out I was wrong, which I'm not. I was not I was not surprised that I was wrong. And it ended up the way exactly that, that you would have expected. But, you know. Do you think Sandler just, like, does new movies where he, so he can, like, bring his friends to, like, awesome locations? Oh, I, I, I don't know if it's just that. I think, I think, I think Sandler does... Exactly what we think coming to America was trying to do, but he does it all the time, so that's why it works. Which is? You just bring all your friends and shoot it, and you know what I mean? Like, Oh, you mean coming like, to America? Yeah, coming to number two gotcha, America. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, not, no, not the first one. The first one's a fucking masterpiece, in my opinion. Which is why but, I was confused. I'm like, I thought that would be a good thing. No, no, no. I should. You're right. I should have been more... I, I, I put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. But, you know, like, it... <laughs> And Fosses. That was you never heard that before. That's Simba's dad, right? No, 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 no. It's just a, it's just a saying. When you when you want to prove the point that you emphasize the wrong thing, you you say it that way. You put you put the wrong emphasis. I put the emphasis on the wrong syllable because instead of saying I put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Right. I got. You know, it. I was just yeah, yeah. like. Well, the... I, hey, you looked like you were struggling. I'm just saying. But anyway, um, I I, I don't know. <laughs> There's our argument. There you go. We finally got it. Um, in process. Yeah, that's what we argued about. No, but but uh, no, he, he, I think that's what he does. I, th- I think he just gets his friends and they make a movie and, you know. There are and, some movies, like, like 50 First Dates was not originally set in Hawaii. I think he was just like, you know what sounds awesome? Let's have all, I want to go to Hawaii. We're going to have well, it I set mean, in Hawaii and, and Alan's going to be there and. And every you're going to be there, just fucking. Everybody. I mean that that's possible. I mean, I I will say, you know, to that same point, there were parts, there were some parts in Blended that, like, I felt were unnecessary. You know, honestly, it barely looked like it was in Africa. <laughs> well, I'm not even worried about that. I mean, that you, you I I don't know if I agree with that, but that's my my point was like the high. Um, you had you had Ten Second Tom make an appearance. Yeah. In this movie, yeah. there was no need for Tom and Second Tom to make an appearance uh, in this movie. Like, agreed. None. Also, and, and then the Alexis. George, well, George, the character's name is George. Yeah, but yeah. There was no need for George. I mean, it's great that Alexis got one more because it was real close to the end of her life. So I mean, yeah. So okay, you know, it, here here's a thing that I want to ask you about. Sure. This, and I don't have a definite answer. It's a question. Two, well, shit. Three of these movies. All three of these movies feature a possible trans character. Okay. Well. Well. Yeah. Okay. Whether who's the third and bl- who's the third and blended? If you include George coming back. Oh. Okay. Movie. If you include George coming back. So okay, it's, sorry, it's I... two characters, but one of them makes two appearances. 
um, the jokes at these. Like, I don't. I, I'm. My question is: Is it is it mean spirited, or is it a good thing because it's inclusionary? Because Adam busts all of his friends' chops, but so there are in, some jokes that are pretty mean at both of these characters. Um, I get. I don't really see the mean ones at George. Well, as much. when when George is singing, they're just like what? The, like all the audience members are like shaking their heads, groaning. Because well, she would, I see. I took that as because it was she was terrible at singing and nothing to do with. I didn't think she was terrible at singing. That's what I, I I thought she was pretty bad. So that that to me is where the shaking and the head groaning, the sh- head shaking and the groaning came repeating from. Repeating the song, yes, that too, that too. It was both. I mean, she's not terrible, but it's also. The song's a little suspect in general in terms of the context in which it was being used as well. I mean, isn't George basically a reference to Boy George? Yes, but I'm saying that song to be played while people are eating at a wedding was a kind sure. of a weird choice. Yeah, That's and then I, at a fucking bar, bar mitzvah. Right, I'm saying it was just a, well, it's the only song George knows. Remember, that's why exactly. she cycles back into it like three times okay. or whatever in that one. All right, so we'll we'll minimize the the trans the possible transphobia of George, but let's like focus on Alexa. I, I think definitely more on Alexa than on George, for sure. Um, I think it goes back to the conversation we've had about other things. You have to look at timing. You have to look at when it came out. You have to look at where, where society was then versus where it is now. I think if they were making 51st Dates now... It, first off, it would have actually been a, if they were going to stick with the same, the same thing, mm-hmm. right? It would have actually been a trans person like Alexis, mm-hmm. because the woman who plays that character is not trans. She's not, but like, it, it, and that- if you see, and I've seen pictures of her like done up, like you know, dressed up and uh-huh. done up, like, and she's a beautiful woman. Like they, right. they definitely like, uglified her. A little bit. They, I, you they know. masculined her. I mean, men are, that's a better way. To, that's a better way to put it. Men are ugly than women. I mean, that's just a given. Well, that's true. Typ- well, typically, I know a few. I know a few trans men that or women that were men. That I wasn't pretty, talking about trans. Pretty... I'm just saying men are uglier than women. No, 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 no. But I'm saying there are some that have been For able sure. to transition and been very beautiful women. And I'm not saying that you weren't saying that. I'm just adding to this conversation. But but the character of Alexa is so bizarre because it's like, is she? German? Is she just weird because she's German? Is she a dude? Is he a girl? I don't understand. Yeah, it's a little hard to to draw the line there. I I don't fully understand it either. And yeah, I do I do think it's a little it with 2022, 2023 goggles, it's a little insensitive, sure. Yeah. But I also I, you know that I'm not one for okay, this was made at a t- this was made at a different time. So cancel it's it. Right, 20, right, right. Yeah, it's it's almost 20 years ago. Let it go. I doubt they would do it today if they were making the movie today. You I'm, know, so. I'm not going on a soapbox and saying oh, Adam I, I, Sandler I is transphobic. No, that's, that's, I know you're not. That was more for other people that might be listening that are like getting bent out of shape about no, it. No, like, I'm, I'm adding that as well. But yeah. it is kind of like, like as I was watching it, like I'm like, these three movies all have Adam and Drew and kind of like, if you're going through the the 90s I, I, terms, I, like you have a woman in drag kind of thing. I wouldn't, yeah, I, yes, but here's the thing, right? So going to the, let's, let's just skip right to the blended one for a minute, because mm-hmm. I think there's a very easy explanation for that. I think, I think a couple, because <sighs> remind me how Alexis died again. I think she died of AIDS. Okay, so if that's the case, right, and I only say that because you said you think and we don't have the facts right in front of us, right? Uh-huh. So if that's the case... 
it might have simply been Alexis is sick. She's my friend. I want to get her in the movie. Let's just throw George in real quick, just as we give her some screen time, right? It absolutely like, could be I, that. I, I, it's honestly to God what I think it is. I don't think I think if they were actually going to put a trans character into the movie, it would have been in a very different context. Mm-hmm. It probably would have been one of the blended families, like one of the one of the adults in the blended families. In you know what I mean? Like it would have been it would have been like the the woman in the Kevin Nealon relationship, right? You know, it would have been something like that. I don't know if it would have been that exact character, but you know what I'm saying. It would have been in that kind of context more, I think. Um, All right, I, I have, I have the cause, cause of, of death. death. So okay. Arquette actually contracted HIV in '87. Well, that makes sense. I mean, but I, mean, I'm not I saying mean, that. But that was very much hidden forever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, suffered ill health. Um. Amid these increasing complications of being HIV positive, Alexis began presenting again as a man in 2013. Okay. Uh, brother David Arquette said that Alexis was gender suspicious and alternately felt like a man or a woman at different times. So she at this point she was she gender would be, fluid. At this point, yeah. In today's terms, she would be gender fluid. Yeah. Um, okay. Or, so, you know, what? I bet you. I bet you. The pronouns they them would have been uh, this in, in today's mm. context. It, it would it would be a they them type of situation Probably. as opposed to yeah and that's fine I'm not well, I'm just defining for the audience but yeah uh, Arquette was placed in a medically induced coma and died on September 11th 2016 wow. surrounded by close family at the age of 47 uh, Arquette was serenaded with David Bowie's Starman the official uh, cause of death was cardiac arrest caused by uh, myocarditis myocarditis stemming from HIV myocarditis actually yeah. is how you said yeah you. yeah no problem. <laughs> Um. Yeah. All right. So yeah, it, it's complications from HIV. Basically, right. is what it boils down to. So yeah, she, she. Well, I'm gonna stay with she for now, just because we didn't know. She never. And she identified more like as a woman, and never changed. Never went to her. Her Wikipedia things. says actress. So okay. So we're gonna stay with she for now, just because uh, I'm trying to respect her memory as best I can. Yeah. When David um, and Rosanna and Patricia get uh, give a shit for for it, then then we'll say, all right, sorry. Yeah, absolutely, hundred um, percent. So she she might have been ill. It might have been known to her close friends, like Adam. Right. And let's give Alexa one more hurrah before a goodbye. You know, yeah. a goodbye. Yeah. So I think that's why George appears in blended. I still think it was on. I think it was. I think they could have fit her in better or given her a different role to let her be in the sure. movie, even in that quick cameo. She could have been the person at the coffee bar. That says you will never see that in New Jersey. I mean, like, yeah. which I, wh- why? Why do you have to be New Jersey all the fucking time? But that's a different <laughs> conversation, um, you know. But it, she she could have played that role as a as a trans woman in our. You know what I mean? I guess yeah. maybe harder because they were in Africa. I don't know. But you could have found a way to fit her in a different character than just throwing George randomly in somewhere. Right. But there, there's also other connections. Like he taught uh, Sandler talks about how he like worked. Like how he's the manager of Dick's Sporting Goods store, which made me laugh honestly. Having worked at a Dick's Sporting Goods in my did you? Past. I didn't know you worked at a Dick's. Yeah, for about eight months, I worked at a Dick's Sporting Goods. Oh no shit! Uh, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm on my work to Dick's. It's, I'm sorry, they need to change their fucking name. It's just, well, no, because it's it's Dick's apostrophe. I got it. It's Dick apostrophe S. Yes. The, the the irony is, and I forget where it is. It's not a major stadium, but they they actually are the naming rights on a stadium, so it's called the Dick's Arena. It's called Dick's Arena or or something like that, or Dick Stadium or something. Dick's like that. But either stadium. way, either way, it's like 
okay, you know, there's certain things you don't put your name on that right. might be one of them. <laughs> uh, but, like, he talks about how he's the manager at, like, this city. It's the same city or town that's in Wedding Singer. I, oh, I, double, I, I double Is checked. It? Okay. Is it? Okay. So, okay. Every, so basically... Hey, where is that supposed to be set, by the way? In the Wedding Singer? Well, well, it's the same town, so I guess both. But like, is that is that California? Is that New York? Is that New York State? Is that where is that? I, I, you know, I was struggling with that myself. I'm gonna imagine California. The, here, here's why I don't think it's California. Okay, hear me out on this because I, I feel like even though the scene itself is very short, when they're on the plane in a wedding singer, it's implied that a big long lapse of time has occurred from the time they get on the plane to the time that the end happens. And I don't mean like days, obviously, because that would be stupid, but I mean like it, but implies it might be like a four hour flight, which is what it would be from New York, you know? So you're, you're, you're absolutely right. It's not in California and you, you're going to be kicking yourself. It's New Jersey. It's fucking Ridgefield, New Jersey. Okay. But like, well, at least explains why he said the comment about you won't see that in New Jersey. That makes a little guess, more sense. Yeah. Uh, well, no, because if they came from New Jersey, that's something you would think that you would say. Yeah. But he's but Sandler's not from New Jersey, which is interesting. No, he's from New Hampshire. He was born at, well, at least he was there born is a in New, New Hampshire, Hampshire. I think. No, I was wrong. He was born in Brooklyn. Okay. But he was raised in Manchester, New Hampshire. Okay. Um, I think there is a Richfield, New Hampshire. I think there is. Um, Sandler's been throwing all sorts of shit from like his life into his, you know, oh, sure. into his movies. I mean, not just he's been doing friends. that. Yeah, he's been doing that for years. The opening like, logo to Happy Gilmore is his dad, right? And then he actually the end of Blended is a thank you to his dad. Oh, really? Uh, did you not see did, that? The the like the like a post credit thing or something? I thought it was before the credits. Before the credits actually start to roll. I don't know. Like they do all they they do the they do the picture thing mm-hmm. with the names for like the main characters Drew Adam the kids right. whatever and then after that there's this paragraph that pops up like talking about his dad I think his dad had just passed maybe I thought his dad passed way earlier I don't know either way there's a thing about his okay. dad when his dad passed I may be wrong I'm not gonna die on that hill okay. but there's a paragraph thanking his dad about how much of a rock he was in this that and the third and that hovers on the screen for like. Feels like a minute, but I'm sure it's probably only like twenty seconds, you know. For sure. And then and then it scrolls the rest of the credits. So Alright, let's talk about the other random ass fucking cameo in Blended. Sure. Shaq. Yeah, I mean I don't care about that. I think he got to know Shaq. He got to be friends with Shaq. Shaq's also in um Hustle, but that's a basketball oh, movie, well, so that, that makes a little more sense. But yeah. There's but, this there's yeah. this great bit Sandler talks about uh working with Shaq. He was I don't know if he's on Conan or Jimmy or fucking whatever the other jimmy you know whatever the fuck and he's like you know so i uh went to go see uh shack i know he was taking a shower and i go in and his bodyguard was like standing guard like no you 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 can't you can't come in you know shack's taking a shower and he was real big and angry and he had one eye and he was being muscular so all right i I left you know but i i I wanted to see shack's penis because you know shack's big so i want to see his penis so i left and I saw Shaq later, and I was like, "Hey, yo!" I tried to come by and uh, say hello, but your your bodyguard, you know, the one eyed bodyguard, scared the shit out of him. He's like, "That was no bodyguard. That was my penis." <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Growing old with you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. 
I thought it was fine. I had no problem with it. You know, I, 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 if he had been in the entire movie, I, I think it would have gotten. I think it would have gotten old. I do. I think it would have gotten old kind of fast. I, I think as a cameo, it worked better. It was just surprising. It was one of those cameos like, I actually, whoa, I, Shaq. And then like, I was actually more surprised by the cameos that weren't there. Like? If that makes sense. Not cameos, but the people that weren't there. Oh, like the... Like the, like the two guys that are almost in everything Pat that he Coburn does. and Peter Dante. I don't remember their name. I don't know their names. Alan Covert's yeah. the guy who plays 10 Second Tom. Uh, well, yeah, I was thinking him. I was also thinking the the guy he played the security guard in Fifty First Age. He's like, I suck at this. Like that that security That's guard. That's Peter thing. Dante. He's less but consistent. Also, but then there's also the guy that John, in in Fifty First in Fifty First Age. He's he had the trend. He plays the the. And that's your third trans character. There you go. Well, it's two in one fucking character. It's just like I've got a tinkle. Like oh my god. Like yeah. It's it's a little. Again, we're not saying Adam is I, this, I guess, but we're just no. Like, what we're saying it's 2004. It was a lot different in 2004. It doesn't make it okay, no. But it's just the way it was. No, things were different. Was, things, was, I, I acknowledge that. It's just like I, you know, it's it's just surprising. There there are things that I didn't. I guess I'm more like, oh, good for you, Rico, for like growing up. But you know, no, no, I yes, but, I didn't I mean, find I, it as funny as I'm sure the other general audience did. Those those parts to me were never the funniest parts anyway. Right. Like honestly, they weren't. They just never were for me. It's not saying that I was offended by them because I wasn't offended either. But right. I certainly didn't find them to be the funniest parts of the movie. I mean, like I, I if, we, if we really want to start nitpicking about taking offense to stuff, how about the fact that Rob Schneider plays a Hawaiian? I mean, let's you know what I mean. Like I mean, he is half Filipino. Yeah, but. Okay, the the hey, Mister Copy Guy, like that's not the same dude. Like, let's be real here. You know what I mean? Like, Copperino. I, like, it's no, it's not the same. You know, I I will admit I found him. I found uh, Rob Schneider funnier in oh, Fifty or First Dates than any other bullshit movies that he's done with Sandler, I, with no, the exception I, I, of like maybe Big Daddy. Yeah, I know no, you were always one of the three, three on the cheesecake. Yeah, no, I know. I think I thought it was funny, but I mean, I could see people make the argument. You got Rob Schneider playing a Hawaiian guy. You know what I mean? Like, well, at least they I'm actually saying. cast like two other Hawaiian people. Like, I'll give them credit where credit's. Oh, they it. absolutely did, and and his kids are all Hawaiian. Clearly, they're Hawaiian. The kids, yeah, Rob Schneider's kids are all clearly Hawaiian. So, like, he's really the outlier. Even his wife, who you see very briefly, is very is, Hawaiian. Is very Hawaiian. So, so it it's it's I I get it. They're fitting Rob Schneider in because Rob's in just fucking everything that Sandler does for the most part and and that's what it is and and it's fine like I don't that's why you know like I'm I'm all about occlusionary stuff don't get me wrong you know that I am of and, course. and if you listen to the show regularly you know that I support it but I think there are times where you can kind of cross that line and it shouldn't matter a comedy like this or a romantic comedy like this yeah what the who the fuck cares right. if you were doing like a thing about the the people of Hawaii and how they were oppressed by white people for a whole bunch of years the biography of you know kamehameha yeah and you cast rob schneider to play one of them yeah then there's a problem (laughs) (laughs) fucking oh man you know what i I don't want this to happen i'm stressing i don't want this to happen but for a small part of me i want rob schneider play uh is the fucking dude who does oh yeah 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 yeah. I, i him in a fat suit just doing his really shticky fucking 
you know, Hawaiian like accent, like. And and again, I think if you're doing that in a comedy film, like if they did it in Grown Ups or something like that, you know, just as an example, pulling one out, like if if they went to Hawaii or something, then yeah, I'm on board, right. you know. But you know, or even um, what was that movie with Siegel that ends up in Hawaii? Um, oh, uh, forgetting Siegel. Sarah Marshall. Yeah, like if you're doing it in so it doesn't have to be Sandler. Like if you're doing it in that style movie, right. then then fine, because you have to know it's satire. Right? Like they're not they're not saying that that's what they think Hawaiian people are like, or or trans people, or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. And and the fact that he actually casted a trans person for George. Yeah. You know, I think I think the reason I didn't cast a trans person for the character in Fifty First Dates is because it was meant to be ubiquitous. Like, right. is it is is she is she is she not? You know, the, the the question mark was supposed to be there, and it wasn't to make fun of the community. It was to really just have you as the audience member going, "What the fuck is happening right there?" Right, <laughs> you know? and you never get a fucking answer, and that and ultimately that was my question. Well, you, you kind of do because I think she ends. You don't get a in her in her gender preference no but you do get that she kind of ends up with i think she ends up with doug if you're asking me i think she ends up with doug. she does but like it's also uh, again i i really find it hard to imagine that doug is like yeah i want to go with you like it i don't really i don't get i i that that was one of the more out of left field listen when you when you when you've got a raisin net between your legs and you're having wet dreams you don't have many choices okay yeah, like you, you find it for the person who has who makes up for it with uh enthusiasm and kink or whatever the fuck e the line e was exactly exactly so you know it, it's fine but i was surprised and then, yeah and so i was surprised to see though getting back to you were talking about the cameos and blended though the fact that those three guys weren't in uh, well Alan covert was because he was 10 second Tom for 10 seconds oh Okay, sure, but I'm talking about like because they almost always play different characters in all the all the movies. Like it, you recognize them, but they're they're different characters. They're the two Satan heads in in Little Nicky. Uh, they're uh, they're they, very prolific in Grandma's Boy. The one guy is the uh, the the head quarterback of the uh, opposing team in you know in Waterboy in Waterboy, right? And, and then, he's got the best laugh, <laughs> like. No, you're thinking of the coach, I think. No, I'm thinking of him because he's got a fucked up eye. Oh, not that guy. No, he's not the qu no, no, he's not the quarterback in that. No, I'm talking about the guy who plays the security guard in. in oh, Peter days. Dante. He, he's the quarterback in fifty for in uh, Calls Waterboy. Needle dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Needle tick, needle tick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. You know, that's why I was like, "What are you talking about?" He didn't know the guy you're talking about. Definitely has that laugh. Right. I'm with you there. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, but I liked I liked those guys reoccurring in his films as different people. Like even um the guy that plays Ten Second Tom was the limo driver in, in, in Wedding Singer. Bigger role for sure. And and actually one of the better side characters in the movie, in my opinion, honestly. Like I really enjoy that character. One of the better side characters for an Adam Sandler film, probably, period. I, yeah, you're probably right. He's I, still I thought, kind of a pain in the ass, but you realize it's all front. Yeah, and I think I think John, but I also to your point, and it's a, he's not in the movie as much, but John Stewart in uh, Big Daddy, I thought was. I guess I mean. Yeah, he's not there much. No, no, I'm yeah. I, I, I'm with you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you on it. But I'm just right, saying, yeah. like, yeah. I, I, I mean. No, I I would yeah, but that guy with that guy was good. Like I I honestly like if you did another if you were going to do a and you can at this point, but if you had done like a sequel, like a buddy a buddy 
buddy comedy sequel of just Sandler and that dude. I would have of the wedding like, singer. Yeah, if you had done Rob, like maybe like like uh like what they did with Dumb and Dumber, where they did like the prequel. You know what I mean? Prequel, and they eventually did make a sequel. Right, but I mean when they did, but when they did, but I'd want to know them before they got to that point. Like you know what I mean? Like you know, and you could if they'd done it early enough, they'd done it in say nineties, you know, ninety nine. They probably could have pulled that off 99 yeah because the movie came out in 98 you can't do it now like you couldn't do it now you couldn't go back and do it you'd have to have recast it and it wouldn't have the same chemistry so it wouldn't be as good or the entire but, budget would just be cgi to make alan it, covert look right 12. and he, and and sandler for that and matter. Sandler. Cause it, yeah because you know that's one of the things i noticed in blended is sandler and i noticed it in hustle too but it plays better in hustle because of the nature of the character right but he hasn't aged well, in my opinion. He's aged as much as some of us have. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. I guess, yeah. I mean, I I'm kind of glad that he is aging because it would be still kind of fucking sad if Sandler was still doing the same shtick, the same movies without showing or and ignoring uh, his age. Can I? Can we talk about probably one of the funniest fucking lines in Fifty First Dates? Though for me, I I laughed so hard I had to pause the movie. Okay, and it's a it's really a ubiquitous line, and it's really not meant to be this funny, but it just hit me in that way that I was like, "That's fucking hysterical." Okay, and it's him and uh, what's the guy's name? Hold on, I got the character list up. I should just look, but give me a second Ooh. here. Is that Ula? Okay. Schneider? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Him and Ula are playing golf. And Ula does the happy Gilmore swing. And say, and he looks and goes, that's the dumbest fucking swing I've ever seen. And I laughed my ass off. It's not the I, exact line. He doesn't say fuck. But yeah, I, no, you're, I, you're right. Oh, you're right. He doesn't say fuck because it's a PG-13 movie. He does say fuck somewhere in the in, movie. In Wedding Singer, he does. Yeah. But... Um, but he, yeah, but he still said, he, I think he just leaves the fuck out. I think he says it's the dumbest swing I've ever seen. Right. And regardless, the the, the context is there, and I laughed my ass off because yeah. it's the swing that basically made him famous. Like, right. he was pretty famous on SNL, but that's the thing that kind of shot him into the stratosphere. Right. You know, was Happy Gilmore. Because Billy Madison didn't do very well, if I remember correctly. Like, it did okay, I did but enough. it did enough. But it did better after Gilmore. Like, it was a lot of people going back to it after Gilmore. Am I right about that? Wait, which film are you something? Are you talking about? Billy, Billy Madison. Billy Madison. I mean, yes. Uh, Billy Madison, I don't think, did as well as he had hoped. But it, it now has a major cult following. Right, which I think came from him getting that rise from Gilmore. It was, it was Happy Gilmore. Madison. It, it was... Uh, it was Happy Gilmore. So this production company is Happy Madison. Happy Madison, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy Gilmore and Big Daddy were like, and Waterboy. Those and were Waterboy. the three were like, oh shit, we should give Billy Madison another watch. Right, exactly. That's kind of my point. Like the it it, it got it got retroactively popular based on on those things, right? right? So so Happy Gilmore and that swing are really what kind of launches him into the stratosphere. Um, and I think I've told very quickly. I think I've told a story about the time my buddy did that swing at a golf range we were at. <laughs> did I tell you about that? I think Do you, you remember did, this? Yeah. And uh, when you go, I don't know if you've ever been to a driving range, but if you go to a driving range, you don't have your own set of clubs. You can just use one. They have. I've worked at a golf course. Oh, okay. I didn't. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think you've ever told me that. I, I worked um, at the the uh, burger joint at the ninth hole. Okay. Okay. So, well, then you, but you may may or may not know if you don't have your own clubs, you can just use one of their drivers. Yeah. 
and my buddy didn't have he has gloves but it was a, like a spur of the moment kind of thing so he didn't have his clubs with him so he just took one of their drivers and he's he the, we're getting ready to like end we're pretty you know you get your bucket of balls and you swing and you do your thing and so we were down to like the bottom we had like a handful left so he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna do a, a that happy gilmore swing just for the fuck of it and he hits it, and he he fucking drilled it, dude. The ball went like three hundred yards straight forward. Like he drilled the shit out of it. But the club head snapped off when he did it, and went like one hundred and fifty yards right <laughs> behind the ball. Because he hit the he hits the ball, and we're like, we see it, and then we see this other thing go flying. We're like, what the fuck is that? And he looks down, and the club head is snapped off the the driver. Uh-huh. And the, the dude tried to throw him out. The guy who ran the place tried to throw him out for breaking the golf club. But that's funny though. And then wanted, and then wanted to, wanted his license. He's like, "Give me your license till you get me a new club or some shit." And my friend was like, "Fuck you, no! Like, get fuck like, off!" Like, like I, at best, I owe you a, a fucking club. I'm not gonna give. Yeah, you my- and we just never. And it was not a place we went to regularly, so we just never went back there again. And that was just that's just how we dealt with it. God, we just I, never I want there to be a PS of the story. Like, you just you you and your friend just go back. Well, and- I'm not, I'm not, I'm not friends with that guy anymore, so I don't, I don't know, but um. Yeah. Anyway, I, I do but like that line, but my, I like the line that happens right after it where he says, I know everyone shut up while I whack the crap out of this thing. Oh, that's I, good, too. That yeah. always makes me crack up. Well, what I also liked about it is like, so Ula does it and the ball, does, it doesn't really work. The ball goes like nowhere. He, he misses it. Oh, does he miss it? I don't remember. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. And then his kids all fucking like do it do and it drill perfectly. perfectly and drill and they all land within like five feet of the cop, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Um, the kid, the kids with the Ula stuff is probably my favorite part. It's some like of the some time. of the best gold, yeah. And he says, yeah. "You kids suck. You're good at everything." No, Flippy off the deck, you know. And sharks, and they only he, attack you when you touch the private pots. Yeah, no, he had some good lines. He had, he had some good lines. Um, Did you notice the part where he is like, he's he and Sailor on the boat, and then he has a joint, and he's like, "Hey, stop poofing that thing and do some work." And so. Yeah. He puts the fucking joint in his ass crack. Well, he sticks it in his brim, but it's down in the ass crack area. Yes, that's enough. Yeah. Right. Puff, puff, pass. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, no. I never go ass to mouth. Well, there's always a lot of. If you notice, there's a lot of um, uh, weed references in their films. There's a lot of weed references in this particular movie. No, there's one in in Wedding Singer too. Because when uh-huh. when um. I think it's when right after Linda leaves him for the for on the altar, mm-hmm. and his buddy the I don't know I'll get the character's name the limo driver Alan Covert yeah yeah but I'd like to get the name of the the character um Sammy 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 goes over to check on him, and he's listening to pass the duchy. Okay. You know so that's another just that, another that's a, that's a weed song. Yeah, that's what a duchy is. I've never heard a duchy. I've it's never. I've been a lot of around a to lot. My, to, to my knowledge, the past the duchy means it's a it's a it's a blunt. Actually, it it's not may a, have it may be, but I've never heard it catch on. Every single I've been around a lot of pot smokers. I partook, I poofed myself, and never once is like, hey, yo, pass that duchy. It's always, you know. Pop, pop, pass. It's past the joint. It's past the blunt. It's it's a song about a marijuana bong. I'm sure it is. I just no, no. I just I just googled. To make I sure just I don't think it took off. My, I wasn't talking out of my 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 joint holder. Um, <laughs> I think I think pot smokers are just like, bro. I'm not gonna fucking learn another word. It's just gonna be a joint. 
I think it's a Jamaican term. That makes sense. I think I think it's because more, I didn't understand it. I think it's more prevalent in in Jamaica, but it's also a cooking pot in Jamaica. So who knows? But anyway, so a pot and a pot, a pot and a pot, not a pot and a pot. Right, just pot and a pot. Yeah, pot askew. <laughs> that's a whole different. That's a whole different show. Yeah, um, would have been Nancy's in any show. Event. Well, yeah, so yeah, she should have done that. that she really should have fucking done that, uh, dude. It would have been great. Um, in any this it, this would have been her interest. She would have tried to do yours, like. Welcome, ever- what? I forgot. Fuck it. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, I, I, I that that scene in Fifty First Dates was good. I, I don't know. I like I said at the beginning. I thought the story in Fifty First Dates played better overall. I liked it more than. I mean, again, I liked it the most out of all of them. Um, I also think you, there is some un. I think Blake Clark who plays Marlon, the dad does some of his better dramatic work because Mm -hmm. I don't know if you were a fan, but he played Sean Hunter's dad in boy meets world. Oh God, he did. Didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He also took over as the voice of slinky in the toy story movies. Because um, Ernest, the guy fucking Ernest Saves Christmas, that fucking yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He Va- was the ori- um, well, Yeah, I'm trying to remember his name, but go ahead. He was the original voice for Slinky. And they have very and then he passed sl- away. similar voices, like, you know, that kind of voice. Yeah, and then he passed away, if I remember correctly. Jim Varney. Jim Varney, yes, thank you. I had Vaughn in my head for some reason, so I was close. Right. Yeah. Um. There's parts where Marlon... I mean, Doug is kind of annoying in a fucking cute way, you know, where he's got his lifting bullshit and he's fucking. I think Sean Astin killed that. Sean Astin really killed it, but there were a couple times where it's like, all right, like it, 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 if it was one more joke, I would have been annoyed. Yeah, it put it really did push the the limits, but it also there was also good chemistry between him and the dad. Oh, it was like, believable. They were father and son. It was also, but like when like like. Like something like, um, like Sandler says something, and he's like, "Shut up before you get your ass kicked." And he's like, "Well, you're gonna do it." No, I he's, thought you no, were gonna do it, Daddy. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, the interactions between the two of them is amazing. Where he's just like, you know, excuse my lifting thigh, like, like yeah, yeah. And he's just like, "Oh, maybe you need to do a little bit more butt crunches." Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and there's some great, yeah. But there is. Like the part where it shows like a little montage of Doug and Marlon, like she she goes to bed and they're like, all right, and we... resetting for the next day. Yeah. And I'm like, the most heartbreaking thing is having to paint over all the, the all well, the. Well, if paintings. you notice, he took pictures of it. He did take pictures, but like you could see the look of pain. Like oh, fuck, like I have to do this every day. I want yeah. to display her art. And Steph, I, I mean, I, I understood why they did it, but Steph actually made a point. She's like, well, he did, he chose this instead of taking her out to drive to go get the, uh, the coconut or the, the pineapple. The pineapple. Well, yeah, but the difference, I think the difference, I think the, I, I get where Steph's coming, but I think because that's more of a controlled environment, like you're driving down the road and I mean, I know you don't have seasons like you do say here in New Jersey, but there's could be variations enough that she would be like, why does it look so different? You know what I right. mean? Like, right. Like there's enough of a risk her just driving over to the Hukilau 
uh, cafe or whatever mm-hmm. the heck it was called to get you're breakfast, right you're right you know but um there's enough of a risk there already yeah but then if you keep her in the house the rest of the day you can kind of minimize the I agree. possibility of her finding out and you have fucking tattoo face and sue being, who are being, in on it being able to keep watch and everything those are also good underrated characters like absolutely no sue was fantastic sue was I love a sue, yeah. great character yeah I actually really also like the old guy. He doesn't show up for the whole movie, but the, he just made me laugh. A there bit. were a couple things that were funny, but again, it was kind of like, all right, is this gonna old? Is this old man gonna die? Like, can you fuck off? Well, and that's the thing that that's the big difference between say that and like blended. They kept going back to the well with the singing group, right? And they it was let getting that obnoxious, yeah, and it was getting obnoxious. That guy, they he had a couple jokes at different appearances, and then once it started getting like serious they into the story, it. they dropped it and he went away. I, I did laugh when he was like when he like drew a picture and he's like, "Can I borrow that? I need to wipe my ass." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I that, that was, was good. Yeah, no, it was funny. Uh, the so. the uh, fucking ran the the nice little cameo. Of uh, Dan Aykroyd, who I thought was pretty good. Yeah, he was really good in this. Yeah. Did you, so yeah. here, did you notice that it's called uh, Callahan Industries or Callahan yeah, Institute? Cal- yeah, 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 yeah. Do you it's, know what that's from? Tommy, Tommy Boy. Yeah. He even says, there's a line where he says, oh, it's funded in uh, Sandusky, Ohio from TB Callahan. It's an automotive parts agency. And I'm oh, like, okay. Okay. Well, I mean, they were all friends. It makes sense to tie all that together. For sure. sure. And, but, I, and uh, I think at that point, Farley had just passed. No, Farley's been dead for years. Farley's been dead well, since like 2001 or 1999 well, or something. Well, if it's 2001, it kind of, because Frisley for States is, is 04. So, I mean, you figure that's close well, enough. Ye- that it could... It's still years. Well, yeah, but it's not like a decade is what I'm getting at. It's mm-hmm. it's close enough. It's within five. Yeah, I guess it's true. I'm I'm looking now just to see what year it was. Well, I'll tell you this much. I mean, uh, Kateri had actually ninety seven, so it even more, even more so. Yeah, but he had Kateri put this out where he had like, there's all this audio of him doing. Well, you had you had brought it up. I had said that, but I had on I had never seen a clip that long. I'd only heard like a ten second clip. It was a ten second Tom clip of Chris Farley as Shrek. Nicely and, done. Thank you. And um. Hi, I'm Tom. And but I never heard the actual scene that like I feel I, like that's what we should call the episode. Just hi, I'm Tom. Nah, I hope not. <laughs> no, it's all right. Go ahead. I mean, ten second Tom, maybe. Like, okay. You know, three, three, three. I don't know. We'll, we'll ten fit. second pod. There you go. Uh, yeah. Anyway, go anyway. Go get on with your story. I'm just point. saying, like, it made me really wish that like Chris Farley had actually done Shrek. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't listen to or watch. It, it's so basically I, just I him doing himself. It's, he's not doing a Scottish thing. It's like, but it's more believable that he. I don't know. I think I just like his voice more than Mike Myers. It's a whole other subject, but well, it's, yeah, it's a whole different subject. But yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, the the Callahan tie together. Okay, so it's a little bit further out than I thought, but that I still like the the tie together. I yeah. mean, I think it was yeah. I mean, they were all friends. They're still all friends. So I don't think Spades in as much of his stuff, but I don't think it's because they're not friends. You know, Spade is, I mean, he's in both Grown Ups, and he was in a movie called The Do Over. But he's not. He's not in. He's not in Gilmore by my recollection. Uh-uh. He's not. He's not in Madison. He's uh-uh. not in Big Daddy. He's uh-uh. not in any of these three. Uh uh-uh. So I'm saying, like Spade. I'm not saying. I'm not saying he's never. But I'm saying compared to some of these other people that he has regularly, like Schneider's in almost all of them except Blended. 
which you is know? weird because usually that would throw Schneider in to be like, you can't do it. Like, you know. Right. Yeah. Or something, which I'm kind of glad they didn't at least do that. Like they, uh, you know what I mean? Like I would not have wanted that dude to show up and be like, you know, you can do it. Yeah. Like when they were doing the parasailing or something, like you can do it. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, shut the fuck up, please. You know, I mean, they, let me put it this way before Sandler and Spade were able to have like choices they were all they were put in movies together. Oh, sure, yeah. But they were not working together. Like they're both in Coneheads. So is Farley. Right, right, right. Well, Farley's a bigger role of the three of them. Of in... the three, well, Farley has as much screen time as Spade because Spade is frequently next to that's Michael McKean. True, 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 true. Um, Sandler only has the one little ass role. Always like you know giving Beltar his fucking identity, like you know. Your name is Donnie DiCicco, you know? Yeah. Donald R. DiCicco. <laughs> I also just saw Conan's like two weeks ago. I still... I haven't I haven't seen it in a long... I, I like it, but I haven't seen it in a long time. I, so. It still holds up to me. It's hammy. It's, you know, it's still... Oh, it's completely it's an hammy. It's yeah. hammy film. We come from France. We come from France. That's such a That's the only one. That's the only line that I can do. It's the, yeah. the, there's a line. There's a Dan Aykroyd fucking Conehead's oh, line. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he wrote that. He fucking oh, said, shit, I need a I line know. here. <laughs> Perfect. Um, <laughs> He went over to Jane Curtin. He's like, all right, not do it like this. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, here. I, I Okay, I actually I remembered something I want to talk about for the wedding singer. Please. If there ever is considered a plot hole for this film, just okay. hear me out. It's the fact that Glenn is in coach. Yeah. Yeah. Well, y- yes. <laughs> yeah. You look like I you're was... like, yeah, damn it. I don't want to agree with it. But also, if I agree with it, it's not the biggest fucking thing. No, I thought I had an argument against it and it just went away immediately. So, like, yeah. Like, it, and at the same time, you're like, oh, whatever. Like, it's not Star Wars. Well, you it's know what? All right, all right. No, 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 no. Of course not. But you know what? Here, here's why you can explain it. I'm not. I'm not saying it's the answer to the question, right, or the, the statement, right? Mm-hmm. But it, like, it's the ultimate reversal of roles because Robbie does end up in first class. So it's kind of the it. it it's that. It's it's setting up even on a subconscious level that reversal of roles that Robbie's going to win this battle. Do you know what I mean? Like that's kind of. Course. You know, so maybe that's that's what it is. But you're right. Otherwise, it, it doesn't it doesn't fit with the rest of the character in terms the of the fact that Glenn didn't buy a fucking first class ticket is right. Is no, against I'm, type. Uh, yeah, totally. I agree. Also, I I think I it's now uh, it, it's now prevalent that my Jason Statham impression is also a fucking Billy Idol impression because hearing Billy Idol talk, it's exactly Jason Statham's voice. Well, that, that's the problem here. So here's the, I mean, you want to talk um, now, and this is not as big of a quote unquote plot hole mm-hmm. as what you just pointed out. But like, we talk about continuity stuff all the time. And this is on, what I'm about to point out is the kind of shit that you normally would point out. And I would be like, dude, fucking suspend disbelief. Who cares? Billy Idol and I'm not, looks like that. And, and he also looked something different in the 80s. Is that what you're well, alluding to? That's part of it. Well, that's part of it. Yeah. The the the, the more specific part that I was going to point out that were his piercings. The piercings he's he has, he's, he's had piercings, but the specific pieces that are in his ears at the time mm. in this movie would not be what's in your ears in 1986. Mm-hmm. He would have had like probably long earrings with like a single sixteen gauge hook hanging on it instead of like twelve gauge, you know, 
with the balls on either right. end. Like that's so it, it's probably what his real piercings are at the time they shot the movie, and maybe still to this day. But you know, like, I think a good chance is like Sandler was not going, or Frank Corrosi was going. Like, they're neither of them were going to go up to them. Like, I don't think either of them gave a shit, and they shouldn't honestly. They shouldn't. I mean, but if like if there's one person who's like, you know, I would imagine there should be at least one person on a film production who's like hey i've been doing research for like the movie and like continuity wise I'm like hey you got billy idol movie set in 1985 or whatever yeah we you know you're gonna have billy idol he was around the 80s i mean he was very much in the fucking 80s he snorted half of it um <laughs> and fucked the other half and so K- like and K- Catherine Keith Richards did the other half of both of them. Right, so, yeah. Like they, yeah. they swapped. You know, they they swapped <laughs> and when they walked by each other they gave a high five, like, yo turn, mate. And then Switch <laughs> Yeah. Um and then <laughs> like like, all right, go ahead, go tell Billy. Go tell Billy he's gotta take his fucking his earrings out and replace them with the shit that he's trying to get rid of like twenty years ago. Right. And they're just like, mm, no, I'm good. So, interesting part about that scene, forget the, several, moving away from the piercings continuity right, thing, right, right. but just in general. I, for years, and I've seen this movie, I, I'm not saying I've seen it like dozens upon dozens of times, but I've seen it more than like twice. I've seen this movie quite a few times. Okay. A lot of the times, you know, just flipping through channels, and oh, the wedding, it's like halfway through, and then you just leave it on and play, you know, whatever. So, mm-hmm. I can't tell how many times I've actually watched it from like opening credits to closing credits that's probably a, a handful of times mm-hmm. but i've seen pieces and until and it wasn't this viewing but it wasn't until a more recent viewing of seeing it that i realized that that guy in coach was just a fan like i always thought that was like billy's bodyguard but billy's bodyguard wasn't good enough to fly in first class so they just threw him in coach oh the fucking uh the dude wearing the billy idol shirt like the the, the, the jumps up and said the harley looking dude yeah yeah that jumps up and goes you don't talk to billy idol that way and like pushes them back into the you know and how billy just kind of does a fucking like jerk, jerk off, off like, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah 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 well that 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 seems on point for billy Idol. like that oh, seems 100 yeah. percent in billy Idol character how so funny would that, that be if that was like that almost gave it our r rating yeah right, right. We, need a, we need a slim uh we, we between need... between the fuck and that it puts you in the r rating That's what you I'm know saying, yeah yeah um but yeah, no, I, 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 for a long time thought that was like his bodyguard that they just threw in coach because they, they didn't want to pay for him to fly first class. But the more I think about it, I think it's just a now. I, I think on, it's just, I think it's just a group of fans. Just, I think they were. Or fa- no, I don't think, I don't even think it's a group. I think it's a fan. I well, think there was it's two one guys. dude. No, there was, was two. There, two? Oh, there was two. Right. Um, they were both wearing idol uh, shirts, and I, I thought only the one guy stood up though. No, there was two. Um, okay. I think they were just like, we know Billy's on tour. We're, we're going to follow him. It's, right, and people do that. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. honestly, if this was made five years later, it would have been played by like Dave Lockeran and or John Lockeran and Peter Dante. It would have been those five Probably, guys. yeah. Probably. Well, five years later, it probably would have been like, I don't know who it would have been. It would have been them because that's when they started doing like. No, no, I, I don't think it would have been. My, no, 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 no. I, I'm sorry. It wouldn't have been Billy Idol. I'm saying because I'm trying to think of who this celebrity would have been because I don't think it would have been Billy Idol at that you, point. You, mis- been... you misunderstand it. They made the movie five years later, but still set it in 1985. Uh, oh, 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 so same. Uh, okay, we're. Yes. Yeah, we're. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, sorry. My Although, bad. I mean, I'm curious if it was five years later. So be, it would probably it would probably be something like Pearl Jam or Nirvana, but I just don't know. I was thinking Nirvana. Probably Nirvana. It probably would have been like Kurt Cobain, or but see, Kurt wouldn't have done the movie. So you, no. you could, well, I mean, he was dead at that point anyway. But like in nineteen ninety, 
Well, if they shot the movie five years later, like you're talking about, or even if even when they shot the movie, he would have been dead. That's so true. yeah, that's true. What um, about uh, Reznor? Oh, what are we saying? It would have been like Marilyn Manson or something. Nah, it's too early for Manson if you're doing '91. Um, that's fair. It, it probably, it probably, and with with Kurt being dead, it probably would have been Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam. I I would think it would probably would have been Eddie Vedder. You could just go older. You could just go more iconic legend. You can go Ozzy. Yeah. Mean, they put Ozzy and Little Nicky. They could have done Ozzy. Yeah, they could have done Ozzy. They they could have done. They could have done. I mean, I don't think they would have done it back then. But like James Hetfield would absolutely do it now because he's trying to get into acting a little bit. You know, really? he plays that. He plays a cop in um the Ted Bundy movie that was on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, he plays a cop. It's a small role. It's Bundy a, or it's a one, Bundy. Oh, okay. The one that um I'm trying to think of who plays Bundy. Efron. Yeah. Okay. I didn't yeah. know he was in that shit. I'm about to watch that. I, I it's, it's on my list to watch, but I know there was a Dahmer movie that came out with fucking. No, there was. Peters. There was. No, this is this is Bundy though. Yeah, the one he's in is the Bundy. But and, but I'm saying it's a one scene thing. Like he doesn't have like a prominent role. He does this thing. He's on screen. You know it's James Hetfield. If you know who he is, you know it's James Hetfield. Right. He does this thing. He plays it straight. He's not in there as James Hetfield. He's playing this cop that has a name that I can't think of what it is right now. And Officer then, fucking Sandman. Yeah, I'm with it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then and then and then he fucks off and then the rest of the movie continues to occur, you know. So it's it is what it is. But I'm trying to think of who else that could have yeah, it would have been it would have been someone like Eddie Vedder or someone like that, you know. Fucking uh you, or you or you could have gone hip hop, it could have been well see but that wouldn't have fit with Robbie. So I'm saying no. it would have had to have been rock. It would have had to have been rock. It would have been the yeah. cure. It could have been the fucking cure. Kira would have been a little too late. Oh, by the way, speaking of that, do you remember when we were talking about uh, Pulp Fiction, when we did the Pulp Fiction commentary? Yeah. Also starring Alexis. Yeah. Yeah. True. Before before it was still Alex at the time? It was, I don't know if Alexis, I don't think it was Alex Arquette. I think it was like Richmond Arquette. I don't know what Alexis's oh, dead okay. name well, is. I, and I'm saying dead name for the old name. Not right, 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 not dead. The, but the, right, 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 right. right. I, I still have the Wikipedia app, so let me just look it up. Okay. Um, the point is, it, she had not transitioned at that point. She was 100% man Robert. in that. Robert. Robert. Okay. My apologies. Robert. Per- but at the time, she was in as fully as a man in that in that movie, in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, but you, uh, yeah. your point to the Pulp Fiction. Well, well, it's it's actually from that sequence, so I'm glad you kind of pulled it up. Because remember when, when the guy's on the... No, what? Flock of Seagulls? Yeah. And, and, okay. uh, and when we did the commentary, I was telling you about the band Flock of Seagulls. Well, the dude that's at the at the turn when he's buying the ticket, uh-huh. that's exactly what the Flock of Seagulls hairdo was from the guy in Flock of Seagulls. God damn, that's an ugly-ass look. Yeah, but in the 80s, it was a big thing. Fuck, man. I'm, sometimes, sometimes I'm glad I missed the 80s. Let me ask you this, because you, yeah. you are from the 80s. Sure. Um, I've heard conflicting reports about, like, the misconception in all 80s nostalgia movies and shows, whether it's Stranger Things, It, whatever the fuck it's popular. Right, right, right. Was the 80s as colorful as, like, movies are making and shows are making? Oh, as yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, I remember, like, I read a post and, like, one person's like, it's all a bunch of lies. We wore a lot of gray in the 80s. No, there, there was a, there, there was, but it was gray over. So the girls would wear like a gray skirt over like some bold ass color like spandex like tight shit like they would came down there like like the the best example is the way that Holly dressed. Mm-hmm. 
like she wasn't very colorful in that, but like the style, the the style clothes. So imagine that where like the spandex these under, or even the spandex. Like remember when she wakes up and she's making breakfast the day after the bar scene? Like where, like that's very eighties what she was wearing there. So, but it's also what she's but what she was wearing at the club that night was also very eighties. All the black and the the Madonna wannabe right. type of thing. So yeah, you had both. Like that's the thing, you know. That's one scene uh, that's in wedding singer that i was like i don't buy this this is also kind of a bit of a violation where holly makes them kiss i mean yeah it makes for an interesting romantic comedy film but like i don't give a fuck what the chemistry is if you're fucking drew barrymore you're like i'm not gonna kiss a total stranger dude like even if he's not a stranger oh you're talking about when they're doing the practice kiss yeah i thought you meant when she kisses him in the club because she kisses him and no, no, Later I'm saying when night. she made okay. them kiss. Like I, I'm with you. Yeah, she's yeah. like, like Steph and I are watching this. We're like, well, fuck Glenn. I, I mean, like, literally, fuck Glenn. Fuck that guy. But yeah. she doesn't know that he's a piece of shit. We do. So right. for her to be like, oh, yeah, I'll just totally make out with fucking Sandler. Yeah, but it's also, I mean, okay, so there's a, there's a couple pieces to dissect there, right? And <laughs> And first and foremost, I'm not saying that I disagree with yours or Steph's perspective on that. I, I, I think that's a very logical and, and solid perspective. That is, but, that is. So don't continue. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> so don't continue. Um, but no, but, but I can also look at it as, I think, I think that in a lot of ways, um, am I blanking on characters tonight? Julia is very, um, very naive in a lot of ways, obviously. Right. Like that's, I'm not saying she's sure. dumb. She's naive. No, 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 no. There's, there's a, there's a Although the fact that she didn't realize that her fucking last name was be Gulia, I, 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 I don't. She probably just didn't care as much. I think that was more just a running uh, for the gag. But uh, I'm with you. But still, um, Julia Gulia. I didn't say it was good. I just said she didn't care. Right. Uh, but she's a little naive. You know what I mean? And and I, I think more so easily influenced. Sure. And so, and I think. See, I'm creating a backstory for something we don't know to be true. So that's I'm just you got to give me some some leeway here, right? All right. But I think I think that her, like her and Holly are cousins, if I remember correctly. They're I, not like sisters. I well, they're, they're not co- sisters, no. but I couldn't remember if they were cousins or. I think friends. they're cousins. I think they're cousins. No, no, I'm pretty sure they're related. But what I but I also think that they might have grown up like sisters. I know cousins that have, were real yeah. close, grew up, but they weren't technically related in that sibling, brother, sister, For or sister-sister sure. kind of way. But they grew up almost like they were. Right. You know what I mean? So I feel like her and Holly did. So I feel like Holly has a lot of influence over her in that sisterly, sibling kind of way, even though they're not technically siblings. Mm-hmm. So that influence of Holly going, well, I can't help you if you don't, you know what I mean? Like... Like that kind of pushes her to to be a little more uh, willing than say if you know rando person suggested it. You know right. what I mean? So, I, it's still I, just a slightly. Oh, I'm, again, that's why I'm not disagreeing. I'm at least trying to give some depth or explanation to why. You know what I mean? And also, like you said, it's good fodder for the story for us as the viewer. Oh, they kissed. You can tell they enjoyed it. It's going to make them realize they love each other. Right? Whatever, like, will they know? fuck? Probably. <laughs> Like yeah. it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Um, yeah. So I, I, I'm trying to figure. <laughs> I out where feel I go like I that. broke. You look like I broke your brain for <laughs> yeah, a second. A little bit. A little bit. Um, yeah. Glenn. Glenn's. Glenn's a. He's a terrible turd. person. He's a fucking he awful person. 
Um, that's another unbelievable thing. I, I expected way more cocaine in this movie. Well, that's the PG-13 rating. Well, at least Glenn be like, I'm going to be I'm going to be right back. I'm going to go to the bathroom. And then he comes back. He's like, I'm going to be right back. I'm going to go to the bathroom. And then he comes back. And he's like, I'm going to be right back. I'm going to go back to the bathroom. Like, yeah, just keeps, like, I, looking like he's got a sniffle. I, um, I, I loved how Robbie kind of, uh, sniffed out the whole cheating thing. Yeah, he sleuthed his ass. Yeah. Um. And he walked right into it. Because he's an idiot douchebag. Yeah. He's an or idiot. no, it's, he's, not, he's not an idiot. That's the thing. He's not so much of an idiot. He's a cocky douchebag. He's just convinced that he's going to get away with it. You know what I mean? That more than yeah. more than an idiot, you know? Drew's hair was... Steph was commenting on Drew's hair. I actually liked it. I liked it, too. I was like, it's like the Meg Ryan look, and it works great for her. I th- my favorite my favorite look for her in any of the movies is probably Fifty First Dates. So I think she looks the best in those of the th- if we're if we're going on how she looks. I think she looks the best in that one. Yeah, um, I I I I think I had a crush on Drew from Fifty First Dates more than Wedding Singer. Agreed. Um, Agreed. I also I I think I think Sandler looks better than he does in in Fifty First Dates than he does in Wedding Singer. He looks younger and thinner and youthful. But well, he looks he looks more eighties. I he looks very eighties in, I mean, which is the idea. It's an eighties film, but like Julia. Julia, like Holly looks very 80s. Glenn looks very 80s. Sammy looks very 80s. Robbie right. looks very 80s. Right. Julia is very. Um, Never been kissed. I was going to, yeah, uh, which she might have been shooting around that time. I'd have to look when it came up. But uh-huh. I was going to say ambiguous, but I think that's not the word I'm looking for here. Um, she, she's, she's not. Uh, she's she's not of a, Yeah, I was, I was going to say not of a time. So, yeah, basically, yeah. She, it, 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 that's exactly what it is, where everyone else is kind of very... Even Linda is very 80s. Like, Linda's very 80s. Hey, Linda. You a bitch. It still makes me but, laugh. Like, I, I, it's super misogynistic, misogynistic, but I love the whole thing of, like, a five-year-old just <laughs> being like, you're a bitch. Yeah. Um, okay. Random ass fucking role. The fucking mobster from Goodfellas. Like, what the fuck was he doing as oh, Robbie's brother-in-law? brother-in-law? Dude, yeah. I like the actor, but he it's not like he's frequently coming back to Sandler films. Like, it was such a weird casting. Well, I think that's why. I think it didn't... No, I don't think anyone had a problem with it. I don't think it did anything wrong, but I don't think it went over very well. And so because it didn't go over very well, that's why they didn't bring him back. Oh, shit, I got water all over me. <laughs> like, like, what? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. So I'll share this with you. Um, so I I bought this and Fifty First Dates okay. for this for our homework, um, and it's really uh, just it was a good excuse to buy them. I sure. never had them, but that's usually because they're almost always on. Like I could flip through channels and run across. They're almost always on, except when I fucking need them. I had to except fucking buy we, them too. Jeez, yeah, goddamn it! We, yeah, but that's okay. But they gave me an excuse to buy them, and I ended up buying. Uh, on the wedding singer, I ended up buying the totally awesome edition, mm-hmm. which apparently is like an extended version. Okay. Um, it's not very, very different. There's a few, a few scenes. The most per, the most prominent one is there's two of them actually, and they both involve the old woman. I said a hip hop, a hip hip hip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ro- yeah Rosie, yeah, yeah. Rose, Rosie, Rosie. Yeah, Rosie. Thank you. Um, uh, there's a whole scene. With her, there's two whole scenes with her and Robbie just interacting, and it's so it's heartwarming and funny and and awkward all at the same time, and it's fantastic. Cringe. 
Yeah, right. Because at one point she's talking about his penis. She's talking oh, about really? like, are you af- are you afraid to get married because you're afraid the girls a woman's going to see your penis? And and don't worry, I saw your penis hit your breast, and it was nice size then, so I should imagine it's fine now. And all kind of, <laughs> I mean, she just yeah, like it was. And when they cut the extra skin off and made it even better looking, like she just goes, it was the whole time. Robbie's like. Please stop talking. Like, you know, it's it, it's really well done. And then she handed him four mo- meatballs. You know, like no, 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 no meatballs in that instance. But yeah, meatballs. no, it, no. But she 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 is a gem. And we just lost her recently too. I want to say like last year or in twenty twenty one. Like we lost her very recently too. She was a gem. I I love her to death because she's also a nun in um Sister Act, mm-hmm. and she's great there. Twenty oh twenty fifteen. Holy shit! I thought it was more recent than that. Yeah. Uh, either way, she she was a gem, and, I, and and she's fantastic in that movie, and and just just really good. I I like her a lot. I remember the trailer of the Wedding Singer way earlier before I ever actually saw the Wedding Singer. Like like I said, I didn't see the Wedding Singer until I was like maybe fifteen for the first time. So that would have been about six years after it came out. Oh yeah, I mean, like yeah. I, I was, I liked Adam Sandler films, but it was just like, it just was low on my interest meter. Sure. And then once I saw, but like again, I remember seeing the trailers years ago, and they featured Rosie doing. I said a hip hot, a hip hip hip, like it was featured throughout, like at the oh, very and she, end. And, and she's and she's she awesome. She slayed it. She fucking Slays. killed it. Yeah, yeah. Um. The singing sequence when she sings to her husband's another extended piece. So most of the extension stuff is Rosie. Like most of the extras, because she was the totally awesome part yeah. of that. There were there, there was a there was an extended part with Linda, if I recall. Nothing that was drastic though, mm-hmm. or nothing that was like pertinent really. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a there was an extra scene with 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 uh, Julia and Robbie, but it wasn't again real pertinent to the overall story, okay. if that makes sense. Um. It, it it I it's not like when I bought um almost famous that bootleg edition I was like oh this fucking ruined the movie like remember I remember when yeah, I got yeah, that yeah, and I yeah. was like it the extended really like it doesn't do that it actually made it 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 made it funnier but I can also see why they took it out because it doesn't make it so much funnier that it needed to be there mm-hmm. if that makes sense it's like one of those kinds of things like okay right. great you left it in it's funny but if you, I understand why I took it out too um yeah um so. I said earlier that I had a story about the song, and I want to make sure I get that go in. For it. So let's let's go there. And I, I'm pretty confident I can say his name, although I didn't run this past him. But he's a pretty open-minded dude, so I'm going to take my chances. My buddy Kerry got married. God, I guess it's ten years ago now. Holy fuck! Anyway, um, and it's it's single-handedly, and I've told him this to his face and his wife, for that matter. Uh, one of the best weddings I've ever been to. Hands okay. down. It was amazing. Now, it helps that her father is a very successful doctor. So, you know, she they, they've got some money. Um, but yeah. it, it, it was at a it was at a swanky hotel in Philly. And thank God for the discounted room rates. OK, no, because I stayed I stayed at the wedding like mm-hmm. I could I could have driven home like it's close enough that it was not there was no need to go stay. But I did it so that I could like hang out and drink and not worry about like, sure. having to get my ass home. And it, believe me, without getting into the minutiae here, and I will share it with you off air, it was worth staying. Um, <laughs> I feel like I've heard that part of the story before. You might have, yeah. yeah. You might have. Um, 
But anyway, so we're at the wedding. We're having a good time. Kerry's been in bands now since I introduced him to the guitar. And I say that because I got a guitar. I was the first of my friends to get a guitar. I ended up having to drop it because I couldn't ever end up playing it. But mm. what inevitably happened was I got the guitar and then all my friends started picking up my guitar and playing it and going, oh, I kind of like that. And then they started playing their own instruments is kind of what happened, at least in my circle of friends. Right. Um, and Kerry was one of those guys. He, he, he transitioned more to the bass guitar. He plays more bass guitar than regular guitar, but he can, he can play both. And he's very, very good at both. So he's been in bands off and on for shit 30 years at this point 25 years at this point mm. and most of most of the bands he's been in have been some semblance of his friends like it may not be all like not so so at his wedding he didn't have one whole band that he had been in there but he had enough people there that formed a band that had been in other bands that he'd been in if that makes sense okay like he'd be in this band with two of these two guys and this other band with these two other guys, but if you bring them all together, you get a whole band. Right. Right. So at the wedding, he had a DJ, but again, we're talking money at this wedding. They also had a live. They also had a stage area where they could set up a band. Sure. So his band did this. This group of guys did play a couple of songs, and at one point, Kerry got up and they, he sang the Sandler song to his wife. That's good. At the wedding, and they they rehearsed it and played it. They did a whole thing. Like he's only playing on the guitar in the movie. Well, uh-huh. they did. They they filled the song out. They added a bass. They added drums. They wrote. They made it into a whole, whole complete song. And they play. And it was fan fucking tastic. And there wasn't a dry eye in the place. Like because we were all old enough to know that movie. Like we're all old right. enough at that point to know that movie. And so there was not a dry eye in that place. The only people that were looked confused were like the older people who probably had never seen the fucking like, movie. This but, doesn't sound like you know Sinatra. Like yeah, no, but but yeah, and it was it's it's. I actually I was actually texting with him last night because um, I knew we were doing the recording and I just got done watching the movie and I was telling him how much it reminds. Because every time I see the movie now and I hear that, even if I just hear the song, right. It takes me back to the to the wedding. Um, not to mention it was a great wedding. But uh, so I just text him telling him like I'm watching the wedding singer for Potescu and the, the song always reminds me of, of your wedding. And he goes, oh, why? Because I sang it to her. And I'm like, well, yeah, but I thought that was I, I had remembered it as their first dance. Their first like he sang it as he. No, no, no. I just, I didn't remember him singing it. I remember it being played and them dancing as their first dance. And he goes, no, no, we danced to this song. But I got up and sang it to her later in the wedding. And I can understand why I can can confuse it because I was, by the end of that night, I was very drunk. Your memories were blended? Um, To put it nicely, yeah. yeah. Um, But... I still remember enough of it that I, yeah, I mean, it, it's a weird, that's one of those weird nights. I don't know if you ever had one. I don't mean to go off on a whole tangent, but I don't know if you ever had one of those nights where like you get really, really drunk, but it's still pretty fucking clear. Like you don't like, yeah. I've had those, I've had those blackout drunk nights where I don't remember shit. I've I have those, never but, blacked out. I've passed oh, I, out. I, I, I have, but I've passed out by like, I'm going to go to bed. I pass out. Oh no. I've, I've had flat out blackout. I, I have never, we, we've talked about this before. I've never blacked out. Yeah. And I, but I very rarely have I seen other people black out in front of me. Like I've seen like Michael and I have gotten drunk a plenty over our, over the yeah, years. Sure. Sure. But like, it's usually like, especially when we were younger, it usually was like barf and then pass out. It was never like, 
Michael, where are you going? Why are you like, don't like, what are you doing, dude? Like, you know, it's never that. Oh, no, I, yeah, I, I unfortunately, have, I haven't had a lot of those, but I've had one or two. Michael, yeah. Michael is very consistent about like when we would hang out and drink, it was like we'd play games together. So he'd be sitting on his computer. I'd be sitting on another PC that he'd set up like a spare and right. we'd play fucking games together or we'd watch a movie together or, you know, we had done shots and, and lines and stupid shit like that. And then like, he would just go and be like, I'm going to go lay down and like, you know, walk five feet to his bed. And he's like, I'm going to stay awake. But like, if I fall asleep, like at least I'm safe. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, man. Then you're like in a minute, he would be past that. Just snoring. Yeah. Um, um, but no, I've seen, there was, I, I didn't witness this, but and I'm not going to mention names apart from Michael because Michael witnessed this. Michael told me that someone that we knew um, had gotten really, 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 really drunk and really stoned and, like, I guess got up in the middle of the night, didn't realize that he was, like, asleep. Like, he was sleepwalking. And then, like, right. jumped to the shower fully clothed, then got out, and then, like, the alcohol, like, really fucking hit him because I think they were doing other substances i think sure. that shit wore off and he just fucking face planted on the fucking ground like in the kitchen and like he because he walked out and then he like walked towards like the living room like not aware they're soaking wet face planted split his chin open and like fucked up his adam's apple and like oh, woke, wow. and like the like, big smack like woke up michael he's like what the fuck and he saw his friend just like passed out in the fucking living room like blood everywhere Interesting. Lovely fucking well, story, right? Yeah, right. Um, coming off the the niceness of that song being played at a wedding. Mm. Um, but no, but yeah, he he sang that to his wife, his his new bride at the and and like I said, it's it's it, as a result, I I always like that song to begin with, but now it's just ratcheted up another level for me. I know, agree. So. I think it's like I said at the beginning. I think it's a beautiful fucking song. I think the mm -hmm. lyrics are well written. The only other time, like I think, like where Sandler is being romantic and it works is when he does his like kind of Hallmark jingles and like Mr. Deeds. You know, it, okay. it's yeah, the same. Yeah. It's the same concept. It just doesn't well, have and a tune. I mean, the, the Lucy song, while while there is the line about like she's got a nice caboose or whatever, you know, it's still it is. It, it, but it's it's that's a song that like is specifically for that movie. Whereas correct. you could play "Growing Old" with you at any fucking you, wedding. I, right, and it, and I'm sure. Well, I'm sure my buddy's wedding was not the only one that it was I'm, ever used at. I'm sure it might be the only. It, it might be one of the few that it was done live at. I will give you that. I'm sure but. Sailor is like he he could sue somebody if he really fucking. You just go, Sailor could just go to any wedding of like Sailor like, gonna sue somebody. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. And just be like, ha ha ha, you know, do shut up, like you just fucking do that. <laughs> I I. What talking about plot holes real quickly? How long? I I think there's a plot hole in in Fifty First Dates that I want to touch on before we start the, wrapping the it up. Because we probably should we should start. Yeah, I think it's like four years. Right, but they're talking to Sandler at one point. They're the the dad Duggan and the dad are talking to to Henry after the first 
incident that you see where she's reminded that she's had the accident. Okay. Right? Because apparently, that, presumably based on the, 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 the dialogue, it's not the first time that's happened. It's the first time we're witnessing it as an audience, but it's not the first time. And it's the first time since Henry's been around, but it's not the first time she's had something happen where they've yes. had to. Yeah. Because he says, like, oh, we've we've shown this to you before. We brought you we're to not, the fucking clinic. Yeah, we've, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. So it's implied that they've been they've been down that road at least they have the code like oh we have a bad day doug you know right yeah we're 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 yeah um but after that after she goes to bed and they're they're sitting around and they're talking cuz he's about to leave and he goes you hey lover boy you've earned yourself a couple beers so they got on the on the dock and they're they're drinking the beer and they're talking and whatever and he, they're talking about his trip about him going up to alaska to study the 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 walrus thing that he wants to yeah. study and he goes, how long is that going to take? He goes, oh, about a year. Mm-hmm. That's not the – what I now, tell me if you interpreted this differently, but I took it as from start through research to return was a year. Like that whole time would be the year. Okay, but he's still like here, – here's what I'm – how I'm looking at it. The end of the movie – spoilers, they end up together. Uh, <laughs> they fucking – you know, they, they live together and get married and then like, you know, they, he's, he's making sure his boat's this and he's spending, he's spending time with Lucy. So then she, so you're gets, saying he, you're saying he proposed, he postpones the trip. Absolutely. Like six years. Because no, no, that no, 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 kid, no. That, that kid is at least four. That's what that, the three, three to four. Least, yeah. 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 So I was thinking more four to five. Honestly. Oh, or whatever she let's, let's we'll call her for for the sake of it. All right, now we're fighting, you motherfucker. Uh, well, I mean, Arguing over goddamn fictional kids' age. Fictional characters. Fictional kids' age. <laughs> um, I you could just say that they got married immediately. She got pregnant immediately. Then they had the kid. It would they would still wait at least three years to go on this trip. You could argue that. So whether it's six years or three years or four years, it I mean, I don't I don't consider that a plot hole. Well, it's a plot hole because it's kind of implied that he's gonna go on this trip. Well, it's not implied. He was gonna go on the trip before he's like kind of has this quote unquote realization that she remembers him and then like spins the boat around and goes back to the institute. Sure. You know. He changed his plan. I, I feel like I listen I mean, okay. I, I think there's that's not explained enough. Like it's impl- to me. To me, he would have. They would have gone on the trip together. Well, they they ultimately well, did. No, no, no. But I mean, like, okay, we're gonna be a couple now. They go through the thing. Give it maybe six months just to redo the video, if nothing else. Sure. You know what I mean? And maybe redo the journal that she ripped out all the the pieces about uh, Henry out of or right. whatever. Um, and then go on the trip. And if that's the case, if I'm right, if my timeline is right, which I'm not going to sit here and say, yes, that's the way it happened. But if my timeline is right, to then go out onto the deck and have this kid who's almost four or whatever is a little bit of a hole. You know what I'm saying? Sure. But I, I think, I mean, it it didn't bother me. I, I, I didn't need a whole set of scenes, but you could have had a... And on like a four years later on screen thing or two years later, you know, you could have had something like that when it faded out and then it faded into her waking up on the boat. Well, Cause it, like, I, you know what I mean? I think if the fading, if they did the two years later, I think that would have kind of 
knocked out a little bit of surprise. I actually liked the way they did it, where it was like, she wakes up, it's another day, and we're like, what the fuck is she waking up to now? And then she's like, shit, they got married. Oh, how sweet. And then she looks out the window. Oh, they're in fucking Alaska. How sweet. Then there's a fucking child, and you're like, yeah. oh shit, some time has passed. I didn't look at it as a plot hole. I just said, all right, well, this is... that's us as the viewer going through her her wake-up cycle. We're like, shit, how much time has fucking passed? And then you're like, all right, well, the kid's off to college, so we know. Right, right. Um, I don't, I don't view it as a plot hole. I think, I think it's kind of just like, I, I agree with you that you want to know more. I, I, because I like those characters and I like that story. That I'm like, this is one of those movies where I don't want a sequel, but I want like an extra feature. Okay. You know what I mean? Like they absolutely yeah, yeah, should yeah. not yeah. make a sequel because it'd be the same thing, just oh, yeah. them older. Right, no, for sure. I mean the only the only the only way you kinda make a sequel, and I, I use the term so loosely because I I agree with you, I don't want it mm-hmm. first and foremost. And you couldn't call it like fifty first dates too at all, or even a hundred first dates or whatever. Like you'd have to change it completely because in my version, Sandler's dead. Like Henry's just died from illness or old age he or got, whatever. He got like, fucking butt-fucked by a walrus, you know? Or whatever. And and so the daughter is now taking on the mantle of doing the daily routine with mom. And, like, that's how you kind of get a sequel out of it. But I'm not saying I want it, but that's the best way that you get it. It's an interesting way of, of, of a movie. It's just basically Still Alice. It's what? It's a movie called Still Alice, kind oh, of. I, okay. Because, yeah, I'm not, I mean, like, if Drew Barrymore is, like, getting older... Her character, like, her, let's say it's it's 25 years later, it would be, like, early onset Alzheimer's. So what do you do when you have someone who has Alzheimer's and fucking, like, wipes their memory slate clean every goddamn, you know, night? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to see that movie. That sounds really fucking sad. Well, she doesn't necessarily have to have Alzheimer's, but okay, sure. No, but, I mean, it's just what happens, you know? But, but even still, like, it would not be a comedy. It would be a dramedy about, like, a daughter trying to, like, take care of her mom and like, well, it, it's it's like that rdj um duval movie where he's the judge the judge yeah yeah i mean that's kind of what that's kind of that's a more serious movie than a comedy but it's the same idea that I mean, would be an interesting thing where you go from this kind of goofball romantic comedy to like yeah. alzheimer's drama like mother daughter drama well i mean because they, they make reference to it at one point like at one point henry says to the dad he goes what happens when she wakes up one day and looks in the mirror and she's aged 50 years you're right it's not a drama it's a horror movie that's exactly right (laughs) she thinks she's 25 or 30 years old and she wakes up she's 80 and she's like oh my god she she's the woman in the bathtub in the shining that's yeah yeah 51st shines you know like at least at least in the version that's in ready player one i don't know if that's what actually happens in the shining it is it it is yeah um but full-on naked wasn't she naked in Ready Player One? Ready Player One's pretty sure is PG thirteen. Yeah, maybe. Um, I, I mean, like, I have, you know, is there anything else we need to say? Or are we going to wrap this up? Um, I mean, I think, I think we can, I think we can, uh, we can pretty much wrap it up. I, I, I know, I know, we're not doing it regularly, and I'm a hundred percent on board with that. But I do want to, um, I do want to do what's in the box office for just the wedding singer. Sure. Because I'd be curious to see if what okay. a your rea- a your reaction and see if you can get it. So we, we don't have to do all three, but I would definitely want to do it for the wedding singer. Budget uh, 
eight million dollars. Higher. Twelve million dollars. Higher. Twenty-five million dollars. One more guess. Lower. Twenty million dollars. I'll get eighteen. Okay. All right. I, that's believable. I was. I was like, once I said twenty-five, I'm like, it better not be fucking higher. No, no. When you said when you said, uh, I think it was twelve. I was. That's why I went higher one more because I thought you were gonna go twenty, and then I was gonna be like, okay, there, you know, right. Uh, and you were like, no, let's go twenty-five. Yeah, let's fuck go way it. Over. Like you know, let's see, let's see if Sandler's worth it. Well, what's the what's the box office on it? Uh, all the money. Um, all the money. Two hundred mil. Lower. All right. Hundred and twenty-six mil. I'll give it to you. Really? Yeah, one one twenty-three three. Damn. Yeah. No, right. and also very quickly, I one thing I did. And this is not going to be worth a conversation, but I had, I have been aware of. Um, uh, Christina, Christine Taylor, Stiller's wife. Stiller, yeah, but long before she was Stiller's wife, she was on a show on Nickelodeon called "Hey Dude." It was about a dude ranch in Arizona. I remember "Hey Dude," or I remember I remember of "Hey Dude." Yeah, she was on that show, and I had the biggest crush on her going all the way back to that show. And this is long before she was Stiller's wife. So, I I remember her as like the bitch character in the craft. She's, I don't think I've seen the su- craft once. She's so. she's the one who's super racist. No, she she's played some shit character. Not she herself is a good person. What I no, no, all accounts sure. I've seen, but but she's played some shit characters before. Yeah, for but sure. she's the one who gets all her hair removed, like from the curse. Oh, I kind of remember that. Yeah, yeah. Where she's like pulling out wads of hair in the bathroom. I did like her in Dodgeball. Yep, I remember her in Dodgeball. Um, which is one of the few of those style movies that. And I she was in Blended. Who was she in Blended? Wasn't she the one with the fucking? Or maybe I'm thinking of a different movie. But like, I saw her in something recently. What did? Well, what did you think she was in Blended? I'm just. I don't know. I I've seen a lot of fucking movies recently, and I I remember her in one of them, and she had like Botox, where she was just. Like, oh, that's definitely not Blended. So it wasn't that. It was a movie that came out with like. Which speaking of Blended, by the way, the characters in Blended, I did not. It, I had to look up because I was like, "There's no way." That the the business partner was fucking Mom Goldberg. I haven't watched the Goldbergs, but I love oh. that. But I love that actress. I think she's consistently oh, she, funny. She is the mom on the Goldbergs. Is she? And she is she is basically that same character, but not as um. The only thing that's different, I mean, her she's because the Goldbergs ironically is set in the eighties, mm-hmm. so she's got a more eighties look to her, um, more traditional Jewish mom eighties as opposed to like Holly eighties, but right. still. Um, but she's very much about the, the otherwise the character is very similar. I remember her being one of the highlights of Bridesmaids. She was in Bridesmaids and I thought she was hysterical. I, I've seen that once, so I would do not remember it, but yeah. I, I don't remember who the movie I saw. It was something with uh it was Christine Taylor, but it was like a fairly recent like Netflix movie and I wanna say it okay. was like I don't think it was Aubrey Plaza, but it was someone I have her IMDB up. I'm trying to see if I can help figure I, it out. I'm for looking. You. It's it's it wasn't a particularly good movie and I the just, last movie she was in was Friends Giving. That's it. That was that. And okay. she had like Botox or like plastic surgery and she's like mumbling through the entire movie with like this very kind of Joan Rivers expression on her fucking face. The last thing I'll say about her is you know what I've gotten her confused you know who I've gotten her confused with? Sometimes it's not all the time. It's usually when I'm just not thinking or I'm in a ride you know what I mean? Or whatever, but her and Christina Applegate. 
they're not I, I mean like I know the difference and if I'm really paying attention I know who who's who but like you ever have that moment where you're like, is that Christina Applegate? No, that's not, that's not Christina Taylor, or vice versa. Like, right, you know I mean? right, like, right. Here's the name for sure. And they're both blonde, attractive women. I mean, like... Sure. You know, so... All um, right, what what do you sound like you had something to, to send us out on, so... Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I don't know how to, like, do it, but it, it was a line that I was like, it it's really fucking funny, it'll end this shit properly. Okay. Well, I have a microphone and you don't, so you will listen to every damn word I have to say! CJ here with some show information and a few thank yous. After I'm done, stay tuned for the damn it, our very own post credit scene. Listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your smart speaker, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you enjoy the show as much as we hope you do, tell a friend where they can find us too. If you want to agree with or yell at us, Follow Rico, me, and the show on Twitter. The show is at Potaskew, Rico is at Rance Rico, and I'm at M underscore Blade. And follow the show page, Potaskew Podcast, on Facebook. If you love music as much as I do, you should check out my alter ego, DJ Xanthus, every Thursday from 9 p.m. to midnight-ish, and Saturday, 10 p.m. to midnight-ish, on Radio Airwaves at www.radio-airwaves.co.uk slash listen. I tend to run past midnight, hence the ish. Oh, and DJ Xanthus is on Twitter at DJXANTHUS. Also listen to the bi-monthly companion podcast, X&J Radio Podcast with DJ Xanthus, me, and Jabo everywhere you find your podcast and follow the show on Twitter at XJ Radio Pod. We want to thank logo designer and show friend Mike for his work on our awesome logo. You can contact him for artwork via email at logomike at gmail.com. That's logomike80 at gmail.com. Check out tpublic.com slash if you want to display your love of the logo and potaskew. Thank you to Samuel Lemons for all original music on the show, especially our theme music. You can find Sam on Twitter at Samuel Lemons, all one word, and his music on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Samuel Lemons. Finally, our biggest thank you is to you, everyone, for listening. Rico and I really appreciate your time and look forward to bringing you our next episode. Don't forget the damn it. Um, listen, doctor, this friend of mine's been experimenting a little with steroids, and, uh, he's been having a lot of wet dreams. Could there be a connection between those two? Douglas, get off the juice. Damn it! Excuse